It's Operation Babble with Mike Shrews. It's pop culture, music, movies, TV too. It's time to explore life. It's Operation Babble time. Welcome back, everybody, to Operation Babble. This is episode 149. Dude, we're going to hit 150 before the end of the year. Awesome. Yeah. Totally awesome. I am, of course, your host, Mike Shrews, here with my co-host and friend, Tivis. So, Tivis, how are you doing today, dude? I'm a little tired because I'm on vacation and not used to being up this early. <laughs> are you still on vacation? Yeah. Oh, dang. Nice. It, um, it technically just started. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, real quick, oh, everybody, shit. before we get into the show, we got to do some dirty business. You can find yes. Operation Babble on all social media platforms. That is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as long as, you know, it's still around. Um, and then we are also on YouTube via the Mike Shrews YouTube channel. That is M-Y-K-E-S-H-R-E-W-S YouTube channel. Uh, we are... You can also go just go to I think it's youtube.com slash at Mike Shrews. And uh, there's a whole playlist there of nothing but Operation Babble dating back, I think, almost to the first episode. Um before we even did video and everything, and before Tivis was even here. Hey. Yay. <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> um, and then uh we will be uh like I said previously, we will be creating a YouTube channel specifically for Operation Babble. So if you want to subscribe to that already, there is no content there yet, but you can also go to youtube.com slash at Operation Babble. That way you'll be notified when the first videos do um start getting up on there too. So just hit the bell icon and all that fun stuff there. Other than that, uh, you can also email us at OperationBabbleOutlook.com for any questions of, you know, if you want to ask us any pop culture related questions, if you want to suggest topics, suggest movies, shows, music, musicians, um, uh, anything in the media realm, I guess, uh, for us to either check out or try and get people onto the podcast with and, uh, or if you yourself want to come on and, you know, shill yourself and everything like that. We we love it if you shill yourselves because we are not shills. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Give me that money. I don't get paid to say anything, so I don't care. <laughs> All right. So uh, that said, let's dive into this episode. Unless you have something else to say before we dive in, then. Got no, I got none. All right. So, guys, we're going to start this episode out. It, it's going to be a little a little sad. Um, I'm going to start the episode out uh, paying respect to all of our celebrities that we have lost in uh, 2022. Um, don't worry, we're not going to be on this subject for very long, but we do want to show some respect to all the great artists out there. Um, yes, I know people are going to be like, well, why just artists? Well, it's a pop culture podcast. That's why, guys. Like, you know, I pay respect to everybody else out there, my family and all that you stuff know I lose. Hold so. on, hold on. I'll get, I'll get. Anyone named John who has passed away this year, uh, we miss you. Let me get my baby name book and we'll just go through it all. <laughs> <laughs> 
Although nowadays uh, you got to remember, you got to add in uh, uh, east, west, north, south. Um, what is it? Chocolate and XCIO 2570 10, whatever, you know, all these weird ass names. Anyways, let's tell Elon's kid <laughs> to uh, rest in peace to our celebrities of 2022. And um, first, we're going to start off with uh, the two most recent big ones for us. I know um, we recently had the passing of uh, our uh, Jason David, Jason David Frank, JDF. Um, the Green Rangers, most people know him, uh, White Ranger, massive Power Rangers. Two Red Rangers, Black yeah, Ranger. Everything. Um, I think he's been in the most Rangers franchises, hasn't he? Of any I believe actor so. Out there. I'll double check and, that. Uh, even if it was just a cameo, because even him and um, Amy Jo Johnson were in the uh, recent movie that they had done, too. Yeah, the 2017. Yeah. Uh, just as like a little cameo, but yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, JDF passed away. He was also a MMA fighter for people who don't remember. So it was always fun to see people getting their ass kicked by the Green Ranger in real life. <laughs> so that was fun uh, when he did his little stint over there. Um, yeah, everyone will remember his feud with CM Punk that didn't have any conclusion. Didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, they never fought. <laughs> I remember when Jaw Claw Van Damme tried to start shit with him at a con. And I was like, what are you doing, dude? Like, it made, and it was all on video, too. You can watch it on uh, YouTube. I think JDF handled it pretty well, but I feel Jaw Claw with the guy's ass kicked. I mean, and I'm, I'm a Jaw Claw Van Damme fan, too. So, <laughs> anyways, all it has to take is the Dragon Sword. It's morphing oh, time. Of his. Oh, I'm gonna sneeze. Sorry. Oh, go on. <laughs> All right. Um, so of his one mixed martial arts and uh, four amateur MMA, uh, uh, he went undefeated. Did he? Yeah. He okay. had five fights, no losses. Yeah. Two knockouts, three submissions. Damn. Nice. Yeah. I I only watched a couple of his matches or like clips. I never because I don't really watch MMA. I. I prefer my men to be fighting, be uh, staged. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, um, if I wanted to watch Gladiators fight, I'd just watch Gladiator. Uh, anyways, yeah, it was a sad, tragic news when we heard of him. Um, I, I didn't believe it when I first heard it until, of course, some actual real I mean, reports. it was a circus all for majority of a day until yeah. someone could i hope to god that's not how his kids found out right right i would suck like I'm, there's I'm, a reason I'm, most people don't say anything until it's officially released by the family right right so i don't know who leaked it to the public but the, the were only you thing that i saw <laughs> on there was something about um his trainer was like the first yeah, his one. trainer was one of them there was another one um like an agent also who how does your trainer know first before anybody unless they're the ones who found you you know that's just weird hollywood weird (laughs) um yeah it was it was sad news to hear of and uh especially for you know their families um for his family i uh i hope that they're doing okay and and handling everything Mm -hmm. um 
I didn't want to talk about it right away because of the families and stuff, but uh, he, he did mean a lot to, of course, yes, his family, but also to lots and lots of people out there. Generations. Oh, just the outpouring of people who said they were inspired by this guy. Yeah. That, you know, I get in shape, uh, pursue mm-hmm. their goals to get into acting, to get into uh, MMA. Like, yeah. it, it's insane. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. He he definitely was an inspiration, and um, I, the one thing I did say on on social media about it was only on Twitter, and I said something to the lines of like, "It's just really hard to explain the impact that someone like him can have on your life." Because, like for me as a child, it was Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers, dude. Like those were the two main things in my life, and so if it wasn't you know, watching the turtles do something. I was watching the power Rangers do something and seeing this, this guy who was essentially a villain at first, you know, he comes in as a bad guy and, and turns into like one of the, the not best, but like goodest human beings, I guess on the show, the goodest is not a great (laughs) word, but one of the the better like human beings within the show, like all the PSAs and stuff. He was so liked by us, the audience that he only had like 17 episodes originally to his name. Mm -hmm. They had so many letters from parents of kids wanting him back because he was originally supposed to go on to VR troopers and do his own thing. They recast that and brought him back. They rewrote the story and brought the Green Ranger back. <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't, he, that's when he came back as White Ranger, right? No, no. He came back with his powers failing for a while. And then they came up with the White Ranger because they had to use new footage. Mm, okay. Yeah. Because they had already run out of the original Sentai and were using for literally 20 something episodes. They had original footage that the Japanese went and shot specifically for the American show. Oh, nice. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah. Saban had a lot of power, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy to think that. Um, yeah, that's awesome to hear. I, I have seen most of his stints like in the other shows, even though I haven't watched the other shows. Like I've seen his clips I'm, I'm in them coming and up stuff. on his, uh, his last appearance in, um, uh, oh God, I can't remember what it's called. Like super ninja steel or ninja super steel or something like that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, cause he, he comes back for the anniversary episode in that. So mm. I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing Checking his it out. last appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I do know that he was working on the movie, uh, legend of the white dragon, uh, uh-huh. We'll see what happens with that. I know the studio said out of respect, they're going to wait to talk about the movie too for a little bit. Um, I respect for the family and everything like that. So I don't know um, how far down he was with uh, the production of it. Like, I don't know if he was a producer or anything like that on there. So, Um, but yeah, uh, uh, he also did the voice of Tommy Oliver and Lord Dracon in the uh, Battle for the Grid video game from 2019 as well. Yeah, if, uh, and he did a, a short little promo for the comics, uh, which is out on YouTube of him and the character. Yeah, that was awesome. Mm. That, oh, that- he also uh, appeared at it for the um, 
the RPG season Hyperforce. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to watching that. I just what was it like a week or two ago? I just watched his episode where he's on. So yeah, wait, they had Lord Drake on uh, in Hyperforce. Yes, it I was part of the that. crossover that's, with the comics. Yep, that's awesome. But uh, yeah, if people want to go and see just like the little promo, it's um, Power Rangers Shattered Grid is what it's called on uh, YouTube. And uh, Mm -hmm. that's just a little short and it's really cool. It shows what like Power Rangers can really do, honestly, um, if you want to take it to a little bit of a darker place, but still staying within the kid friendly realm. Um, The comics are just phenomenal. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, the best thing the franchise has produced in a long time. (laughs) Um. Uh, but he has done other stuff out there guys definitely check out his imdb if you want to see more jdf stuff uh i know of a movie there was the dragon warrior or something like that uh it was like geez that's probably like 10 years ago now but that was fun to watch um he was in there and um there's a bunch of little ones here and there but most of his stuff is power rangers or power rangers adjacent type of work for sure um, yeah, um, while him and Walter Jones were in, um, um, oh God, what was that Urkel show? Family Matters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they both appeared in the same episode of that. That was fun to see people posting. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's your? Be- I got ask. Real though. young in that. <laughs> I, I got to ask because we're both Power Rangers fans. Like, what is your favorite version of? jdf as a power ranger is it like green white you know the other colors uh, because he was like black and red um or like lord dracon or what yeah well yeah drac i wish i could have saw him play uh dracon more but uh or dracon however you pronounce it but yeah i don't know um, i just probably (laughs) um dino thunder where he's the mentor like okay. there is an unproduced season that Disney threw away the idea of of uh it was supposed to be a team led by uh Austin St. John's, you know, Jason Red, original Red Ranger and mm-hmm. um JDF's Tommy mm-hmm. and they were supposed to have two teams of rangers which were training independently and uh I guess kind of rivalry before the teams mixed and, and it sounded like a really cool idea but just seeing him in a mentor, like the, the Zordon role for that season was really awesome. And then he joins the team as the Black Ranger. It's seems kind of like Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah, I guess in a way. Yeah. <laughs> Years in advance. This is like 20. Right. Oh, God, around 2010. OK, yeah. Yeah. That would have been awesome to see something something like that uh, adapt from this because it would have uh, worked too with the way their characters always um, were as well. I feel uh-huh. um, I don't know uh, too much of what uh, uh, Austin St. John would have brought to the character because I haven't really seen him in the Power Rangers or uh, in a very long time. So. Yeah, he just did that thing a couple of years ago for the anniversary. Yeah. And uh uh Beast Morphers, but Okay. Yeah. So um no dude, like yeah, I uh I think my favorite costume, I'll say, 
is the Green Ranger costume. It's it's just top notch for me. The American or Japanese? Um, the American. I like the American one. Uh, you like the styrofoam? Yeah. Or are you talking about the bat in the sun version? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do. I I really do. Um. I'm still on the hunt for a green ranger helmet to go in my collection. I already have the white ranger helmet, uh, the red ranger helmet and the pink ranger helmet, all wearable helmets too. Um, on a shelf up here. Unfortunately, people can't see them and I wasn't going to pull them down cause they're a pain in the butt to put back up cause they're all on stands and everything. Um, but I, uh, I, I yeah, I, I want to find the green ranger helmet. And unfortunately now people are, doing that thing where they are taking advantage of a celebrity's death and oh, charging dude, it's not just the helmets the uh going back to the comics they released yeah thick like hard covers of mm. every year and the year one i believe is the one with the green ranger on the cover that thing has shot up to like six hundred dollars yeah i can see that i actually just bought some fabric last night from joann's uh it has the green ranger on it has a bunch of, I was thinking, I was like, I, <laughs> it's funny. We were at the store last night. I'm sorry. It's, it's still in power Rangers, but I found this dope power Rangers fabric. And I was like, Hey babe. And she's like, what do you, I, I was like, buy all of this. Cause it wasn't a whole lot left of that fabric. But then I found more of it later in the store on another shelf. And I was like, here, just, can we just get all this? She's like, what are you going to do with all of it? Like, it's just going to sit around. You don't even sew anymore. Like, you know, you don't do anything with the fabric. Cause I just love to f- have the fabric. And I was like, we can make c- curtains for the office. And she's like, no in no world or universe is that ever happening no (laughs) uh and for people who don't know my office is actually open to the rest of the house so that's why she says hell no (laughs) um yeah anyways uh, that that was a fun little thing and and she's like why do you want i was like because it has all the power rangers on it like it has the original crew plus tommy on there so it yeah. was awesome. Uh, there was another print that had them just their heads floating around on this random print, which wasn't as cool because these ones are full bodies. It has even uh, Trini. So uh, rest in peace to her, too. I know it's been mm-hmm. very long time for her. So Yeah, 21 years. Has it been 21 now? Yeah, 2001 was that accident. Damn. All right. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where else to go without trying to, you know, I, I just want to pay respect to JDF and yeah. um, I hope that yeah. everyone in this family is good and, and um, they're, they're going to hold on and, you know, and all of his friends out there. Cause I know I, I did watch uh, Amy Jo Johnson and she got me to tear up. A I little can't bit, bring so. myself to watch that. <laughs> I, yeah. I'll watch it eventually, but I just, I don't have the mindset yet. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you want to do the traditional thing when we talk about a death like this? Because I'm no never good at that part. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, what came out was uh, he, he look, if you know anyone out there who's struggling with issues, you know, let them know that. There are people out there, even if you're not the best at it, just reach out to them once in a while, you know, to talk to them. 
Mm-hmm. And if you're struggling with this yourself, uh, the what is it? Four eight eight, I believe, is the the new. I'm uh, not sure because they have like one big one. Uh, nine eight eight. I'm sorry. Okay. Nine eight eight is the new number here in the states. Um, there's a bunch of other ones, but if you're struggling with like really deep depression and harmful thoughts to yourself, like reach out. Mm-hmm. Like you're not alone. You're not the only one feeling that. And sometimes, you know, you just need someone to talk it through with. So, uh, it's not. A, this isn't an easy conversation for anyone. To yeah. Have. No. 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 Uh, uh, I, I know that you, um, you had posted something like that on Facebook. So, uh, I just yeah, wanted you I, to do I, it rather yeah. than I, because I would probably screw it all up. Uh, moving on though, to another sad death then, um, let's, uh, we, we briefly mentioned Kevin Conroy's passing of, uh, you know, the one true Batman. Um, we mentioned that on the last episode, uh, the derelicts episode, which I, Again, sorry for that movie, guys. Um, yes, Tivis is showing off. Is that the Batman Beyond? Or no, that no, this no, is the animated. animated series. Yeah, I got the Beyond here though. Okay. With the ugly ass Funkos they put. Yeah, on. yeah. <laughs> um, Kevin Conroy did pass away. Uh, he was only sixty-six. I want to say. I don't recall. Yeah, his sixty-six from. Uh, intestinal cancer so. yeah um which also jdf was only in his 40s dude like oh yeah he was 49 whew. anyways uh yeah so kevin conroy's everyone knows the voice of batman uh that's where he's best known for um he recently did a stint on of a character on the he-man uh tv show for netflix the uh oh. he-man revelations I believe that's no masters of the universe revelations or whatever the heck they called it. I thought it was the Kevin Smith one, whatever it was. Yeah, that's, that's it. But they didn't okay, call yeah. it he man. They call it masters of the universe. Something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, I'm sure that Tivis knows a ton more voice work that he's done in the, than I do. Um, but you know, I, I always remember him as, you know, my, my Batman. Um, he played Hordak. Hordak, yeah. And He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Uh, that's not the Kevin Smith one. And then no, he also uh, played he played Merman in the Kevin Smith one. That's what it is. Okay. Oh, okay. So he did a couple characters. Yeah. Nice. See, I'm not in the know of uh, He-Man. So. Yeah. Um, but he played Batman throughout pretty much everybody's life that's listening right now. Um he he most likely was the voice of Batman wherever you you uh listened yeah. or watched. Yeah. Yeah. So um Um yeah, I was actually uh listening to a bit of his, his career and um when they cast him in, he didn't even what well, like he was trying to be a a, a theater actor mm-hmm. and uh, some people he knew did some voice work on the side to earn some extra money. So he's like, you know, I'll, I'll go do that. So he was with his agent got him in touch with the Batman's uh, production team, you know, uh, uh, Bruce Tim and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 Paul Dini. And 
Uh, he he started reading his character. Then he was started listening to all the other people. And he's like, they're like, we would love for you to be Batman. He's like, can I can I just be like any of these other more interesting characters? <laughs> nice. Yeah, he he was trying to turn down the higher the role he was given because he wanted to play uh, one of the other care. He was he loved to play uh, characters. Right, right. Yeah. And That's they're like, awesome. oh, no, no, you got, you know, they're like it's telling him why uh, Batman's such a, a an interesting case to convince him to stay on. They wanted him so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's funny. Um, There's just there's not much to say right now. like with that one wasn't like a big shock to me, honestly, because we kind of knew he had um i did you didn't i thought it was a no. public thing um, i had no idea where the hell did i hear of it then beforehand i mean it may have been and i just missed it okay uh but yeah it and he actually seemed older to me all the time every time i saw him <laughs> i always thought he was older but again that's of course the the disease unfortunately does that um with a, with lots of people but yeah, I um again to his family, his kids and stuff like that, I'm pretty sure most of them were were prepared in some way if they all knew, you know. Yeah. Um it, it, it's insane. Like you know, I, I complain a lot on here about voice actors not getting their dues mm-hmm. with the the movie makers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um you know, Kevin only had, uh, I believe, one of his Batman go to theaters, and that's Mask of the Phantasm. Mm-hmm. And you ask any fan, especially our age or even older and younger, they he's like, who is the best Batman? More often than not, you will get Kevin Conroy instead of one of the many other you know people have portrayed him on screen because right. he just is Batman and. It's awesome that we got to see him in the role of Bruce once, you know, mm. at least once. I wish we had got they. Oh, WB, you drag CW. your feet. There's a helicopter. Is that my end or yours? Not mine. That's mine. OK, that's weird. I hope that's not being picked up. Uh, but WB, you fucking dragged your feet for how long and now you missed the perfect opportunity to have him i mean people have been crying for a batman beyond forever and they're like yeah. my old keaton my old keaton no kevin conroy would have been so good in that unfortunately though i will say there are a it, there is a mass amount of fans out there who might have watched the original animated ser- series or some of these animated movies and stuff don't still didn't know who the hell Kevin Conroy was and their their true Batman is going to be Michael Keaton you know and, and I understand that to like not everybody knows everything and about all these characters and actors and stuff like that so I understand where the the outcry for Michael Keaton to become Bruce Wayne in like a Batman Beyond type film um which they kind of did with Batgirl, but oh wait, that movie doesn't exist anymore. Thanks, WBD. Fuckers. No. Uh, anyways. <laughs> oh. 
Let's not talk about WB. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah. So th- it, it was a sad news too for that. That was a couple weeks ago now, uh, where Kevin Conroy did pass away. Uh, it was actually only a few days before JDF, wasn't it? So it wasn't a couple weeks ago. It was um, about a week ago or so. November. Uh, they were about uh, eleven days away. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that was um, that was a sad, shocking one too. I, in in a way of like, oh man, that sucks. Shocking. Like it wasn't shocking that it happened because he was of an older age. Even though sixty, that's pretty young, dude. Yeah, sixty six is young. young. Yeah. Yeah, because I was just talking to my wife about somebody that we know who's in their 60s, and I was like, they still have a good 40 years left. Like, they can go out and live a whole nother life right now, you know? Um, and she's like, 40 years? That's like 100. I was like, and? My goal is to live to at least 200. <laughs> I probably should stop drinking this shit then. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not I won't say what I'm dog. drinking on the air, but I did show a picture of it, so... <laughs> We need that shill money. <laughs> this is not a sponsor. Yeah. And this is not an ad to, to a PSA to it, not drink it. it. <laughs> if Kevin hit, especially the comic community. Yeah. Because he was in between so many creators in that mm. world passing away i mean kevin o'neill uh we mentioned yeah uh, on uh our, i believe our monsters uh twitter the artist for um judge dread and uh, leave extraordinary gentlemen yeah. and then uh carlos P- uh, pacheco the day before kevin and then mm. the day after jdf uh vic uh carabata passed away and mm. there's yeah. Even more in between those. Yeah. And then you got Greg Bear, the, the amazing sci-fi writer, passing away. And it's like And people forget about God, the writers too, year. which sucks. It's it's a horrible year. It's like it, it, especially because it's like at the end of the year. It's kind of like last year where like Betty White died like right at the end of the freaking year. A week like, before her hundredth. What the hell, death? Like chill out at the end of the year. You don't have it, to meet your quota at the end of the year, you know. It's, yeah, it, I mean, calm down. God, George Perez earlier this year is, mm. and you know, sad as this is, this is just going to be be the new norm going forward. And you know, we keep saying this sucks, this sucks, but yeah, I mean, well, we're our, being as we the generation, get older, yeah, our parents were the ones who started watching like all of these people, all of yeah. these actors that are now in their older age. It's and you know because of them we grew up with it by mm. you know osmosis or whatever proxy i don't know whatever word you want to use but it, it, so there's all these people who are well known that are just getting on and this is this is how it's going to be there's going to be so many people just yeah it that's sad to think about but that's just going to become a norm yeah um uh yeah it it definitely is going to be a norm and that's the thing i was thinking about the other day is like i'm getting older so of course the people i grew up watching are going to be you know starting to kick the bucket unfortunately uh and and you know there's going to be some big ones that hit and it's going to hit really hard for a lot of people Mm -hmm. out there um and specifically for certain communities of like film watchers and stuff like that, like Ray Liotta passed away this year as well. Um, 
people the film like a lot of people really know him from goodfellas uh he was also in uh most recently that tivis would know uh hubie halloween he was in that um and i think he was was it paul blart mall cop or was it the one with seth rogan that he was in uh well one i haven't seen the other one i refuse to watch (laughs) one you haven't seen the other one you refuse to watch (laughs) Okay. Um, it was either, I forget because they kind of both blend together. Um, I want to say it's the one with, uh, fudge. What's his name? Seth Rogen. I think it was the one with Seth Rogen because he was a dick in it. Yeah. So whatever that one was called, I don't remember. (laughs) Is that sad? Uh, um but Ray Ray Liotta's been a freaking awesome actor like throughout my life like I've watched him in so much stuff Uh, I think he was in the recent Sin City movie as well the the sequel one um I know you told me the other day you actually haven't even seen the first one so uh he was in the um I'm trying to think of like ones that you might know Muppets Most Wanted one which wasn't as good as the first Muppets one they did in that franchise in that s- series, unfortunately. Um, but Ray Liotta played a good gangster, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so and he had the the look for it and everything else. Um, and he was just a fantastic oh, actor, geez. dude. So aside from Hubie Halloween, the last movie I saw with him was Wild Hawks. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he also played in SpongeBob uh, as the bubble popping guy, mm-hmm. the the gang that pops bubbles. Yeah. Uh, oh, I did see him on uh, Kimmy Smith and Young Sheldon, though. But yeah, his movies. Yeah. He. It was it's, always funny uh, to see him show up in comedy films because he's so well known for being like that tough, like gangster. I mean, he. Everyone, like I said, remembers him from freaking Goodfellas. And you you kind of go from that to, you know, the comedy stuff. And you're just like, I just don't. It, it It's sort of jarring, but also funnier at the same time, just by putting him in there. Um, I think he did a bunch of different Muppets films, actually. Uh, I can't find the one that he uh, did with the the it was either. Wasn't Paul Blart Mall Cop? What was it? Cop? No, not Cop Out. Whatever the freaking movie was. I remember him in it, damn it. Um, <clears throat> but funny story about Ray Liotta. I actually came across a bunch of my old papers and stuff from college. And one of the films that we pitched to um, our producing class, I believe it was, uh uh, we actually have in there Ray Liotta is the cast as the like the main character, and like I found the posters and stuff of it and everything. Um, I don't remember if it's in this file right next to me, so I'm not gonna try and pull those out because I don't know what's in those files. I don't want it on camera. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there it was awesome. I maybe I'll post a picture of it in our group or something later uh, this week or uh, on the actual instagram or something like that of the uh poster that was made with ray liotta it was a film that we decided we were going to shoot in like a hardware store so we like went to home depot and got like 
connections with the Home Depot managers there and they gave us a bunch of free shit and stuff. This was all just a pitch, a fake movie, by the way, (laughs) but we had to like do it all legit. It was awesome. Um, And then the producers or the the teachers in class were like, so did you uh, contact the manager, like his manager to see if you did? I'm like, one, actually, I did. (laughs) Like I reached out to the managing uh, the managers uh, that worked with him at that time. And um, they were surprised that I actually called them because they were like, you weren't supposed to do that. I was like, so do I pass? <laughs> like, what What do I get? Like, come on. Don't give me that bullshit. Um, anyways, yeah, that's my Ray Liotta story. I never actually met the man, uh, but I do have a connection with him because, like, I literally wanted to cast him in a, a, a project. You know, mm-hmm. it was a. Uh, it was cool. I, I I forget the other actor that we had uh, cast uh, a, a adjacent from him. So, um, but yeah, so that was awesome uh, for a fake project that never happened. <laughs> um, and another one I do want to shout out though uh, that we did lose was a bigger another big person in my life. Anyways, uh, Bob Saget passed away this year, guys. Um, as we all know. Uh, Bob Saget, uh, that was unexpected and, um, very sad. Oh my God. That was this year. Yeah. I, uh, it feels like so long ago. Yeah. It was almost, it's at right at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The ninth. Um, so that, uh, you know, Bob Saget, of course, most people know him from full house. Uh, other people know him from him. Uh, America's Funniest Videos, and then other people know him from his truly raunchy comedy, (laughs) 100% away from his Full House and America's Funniest Videos characters that he played, uh, where he would just talk about, you know, drugs and sex and nothing else. And uh, it was always fun. And um, I remember on MySpace, whoa. Do people remember MySpace out there? Probably not. You just dated yourself. I know. I remember on MySpace, though, I had when you would go to my page. This was awesome. Cool guys about MySpace versus Facebook and shit. You go to our pages. We could have like top eights and top tens of like our favorite people there. You know, we got to have our own hierarchy on MySpace. (laughs) But then you could watch all your friends fight over stupid shit you could do whatever the hell you wanted you could create your own backgrounds and everything and put your own theme music on so when you would go to my page the first song that would play would be a bob saget song that he did with uh i think it was jamie kennedy yeah it was awesome anyways that's my bob saget story (laughs) Uh, do you have any other notable ones that you want to shout out, dude, before we continue moving on? I don't want to bring everyone ah, down with so many deaths. There's so many. Too, too much. There's yeah, so too many. many. Too many um, to name. But I was going to say Betty White because but she was like at the very end of last year. But I do want to, you know, rest in peace, Betty White. You were my, you were my final golden girl. But yeah. So um, any other ones in 2022 that you want to note? There's just too many. It's 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 sad, but you yeah. Know. Uh, Leslie and, Leslie Jordan also uh, died. Um, 
and uh, uh, he was such a great comedian, great comic actor. I want to say him for sure. Uh, And for us too, for me and you doing the Munster show, he also played the doctor in the George Lopez Munster skit. So Mm -hmm. for people who don't know who uh, Jordan uh, or Leslie Jordan, sorry, (laughs) is um, great actor, great all around comedian. Uh, I think he did a lot of stuff in Will and Grace. I didn't watch that show like religiously, but I do remember watching clips and stuff in there. So yeah. Um, other than that, is there anybody else out there? I know like Aaron Carter recently passed away. Yeah, um, he did. And jeez, oh, there's so many, so many deaths. It's hard to keep up with everybody, you know. Uh, yeah. So. I mean, it, there. Yeah, it, it's sad. You don't want to skip anyone, but we just wanted to point out some of the ones that were. You yeah. know, important to our lives. Didn't Gallagher pass away this year? Yes, he did. Like the same day as JDF, I believe. Dang. That's crazy. All right. Um Yeah. So Yeah, so that was uh, get I, off I, the Speaking of deaths, <laughs> uh, guys, topics. <laughs> uh we are going to talk about a movie right now. Um, and that yeah. movie is, and oh, if we, I'm sorry if we're giving you guys whiplash. These are just, yeah, you know, we see all these award ceremonies and stuff with people where they honor. It, we feel like they ignore so many of the very talented and important people. So we wanted to give our time yeah. as well, especially so that, that, in, in the comic world. They they ignore a lot of those. Um, oh yeah, and uh, dude, why did I forget? I almost forgot. Michelle Nichols passed away this year. Uh, oh yeah, and you know, uh, for for Star Trek fans, Uhura, Uhura, however you want to pronounce it, um, she did so much, you know, for women, for uh, uh, black women especially. Um, I mean, her and freaking. Um, uh, 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 what's his real name? Because <laughs> I'm just gonna say Captain Kirk. Her and Captain oh, Kirk, William Shatner. William Shatner. Thank you. Uh, her and Captain Kirk. You know the first interracial kiss ever on TV. Um, broke a lot of barriers and stuff. And uh, and I'm glad that she did that with him. And I'm glad too that you know William Shatner pushed for it because they were about to just not do it. And he's like, no, fuck it, we're gonna do it. Like, let's just do it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad that they both um, had that moment and uh, broke some boundaries and stuff like that, you know, needed to be broken, especially at that time. So uh, there's also, oh, we almost forgot. Uh, uh, oh, dude, there's so many. <laughs> Holy shit. Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey passed away. I uh, know he won't get mentioned at the Oscars. Um, uh, Taylor Hawkins passed away, who was a drummer. Uh, people will know him. Um, Scott Hall, yeah, passed oh, away. Yeah, Razor Ramon. And then, um, for MCU fans out there alike, and you know, he played in many other roles, but that was his biggest one recently. Uh, William Hurt, uh, passed away as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
<laughs> I, I'm going to stop because there's a lot more we could keep going on to, but yeah, uh, those yeah. are some of them. Just go and look them up, guys, and pay your respects. And uh, yeah, so, so with we're going to get though, into our uh, regular we're, we're, show now. We're going to get into our regular show, but it's also moving into our regular show, which we're going to yes. watch. We, we watched a film that paid respect to a lost celebrity um, with within the, the story and everything like that. So if you have not watched Black Panther Wakanda forever and want to, please go watch that before you continue listening to us. Um, so we're going to talk about that. We'll probably do some spoilers and stuff like that as well. So spoiler warning right now for Black Panther Wakanda forever. And uh, thank you guys. All right, let's talk about this film, dude. So, yeah, right off the bat, um, fucking emotional <laughs> tribute to with the cold open. Ah, Chad, Fuck, yeah. Oh my god, they replaced the footage with just stuff of him. Yeah, yeah. The and, logo and remove and the music, and yeah, oh, yeah, like that immediate. It was like, oh, it, it really <laughs> set the tone for the film. But it also really like to me that the beginning of this film was the most heartwarming, like not heartwarming, most uh, emotional part of the film. Like every other thing in the film is okay, But this part right here before the Marvel logo rolls, I was like, this is the movie. This is it. Like, yeah, you got shuri trying to recreate the the flower to give regenerative abilities back to uh to um t'challa t'challa because he is um dying of a unknown illness that they refuse to name yeah which they don't know what I it kinda, is yeah well in the in they the either sh- don't know or don't want to tell it yeah in, in, um, in the movie, I just felt like they just didn't know. So, well, it, maybe. Yeah. I, it, look, I was saying for quite a while that they they should have recast him, and I'm mm-hmm. kind of glad they didn't now because of this. Because this is a story that we didn't get with Marvel, which is for all of their powers and technology and stuff, there's some things you just can't stop. And and that was a powerful thing in the comics when he passed away from cancer. And so, um, obviously they don't want to be insensitive for what happened with Chadwick and, you know, make it cancer again for this just because to mirror that. But, uh, it, it is a story that, just was very impactful crazy. for everyone. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting that they chose to kind of touch on it with his passing and probably, you know, with the family's, you know, mm-hmm. blessing as well. Cause I can't imagine you would do this without right. consulting them. That, that would be uh, as crazy. heartless as Disney is. I don't think they would. I don't think Ryan Coogler would have done it without family uh, permission because it seemed like they were all very close and stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, regardless of what arguments went on on social media during the time. But it it felt like they were really a a close knit family, especially like um, Chadwick and uh, uh, I forget the girl's name who plays Shuri. Like I 
just it doesn't come to mind. And then the guy uh, who plays let, let Tita, Letitia, right? yeah, Letitia, Letitia. Right. And, I should not be saying these names, you know that. <laughs> and uh, the guy who plays, um, uh, uh, <sighs> shit, now I'm forgetting the characters' names, and I I always say this yeah, in his it? name, Mbaku. There we go, Mbaku. Oh, Winston. Winston, yeah, yeah. So those three like all seemed like they were pretty tight knit, anyways. Uh, at least in interviews, but you know. Most people seem like they're tight in interviews, unless, of course, you're out there with Captain Marvel. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, no, this uh, the intro of this is freaking fantastic. It's heartwarming. It's emotional. And it really shows the 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 depth that the character is, mm-hmm. you know, not the depth of the characters, the depth that how much this character means to so many people yeah um in the universe and then outside of the movie in our normal day to day and and uh to be able to see that on screen and to feel it and to feel the emotion in the film like it you're crying 3 minutes into this not even 3 minutes a minute into no. this movie dude and they hit you hard there's no there's I there's not many films that could do, like I mean maybe Guardians of the Galaxy when he loses his mom at the very beginning maybe that is probably comparable to this but yeah. the fact that you have the meta response of he's really fucking dead like in real life Chadwick has passed away it's like holy shit like it, it hits home even more and and that's one of my things with this film is we have the 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 realistic um feelings and emotions from these actors of the Chadwick the actor actually passing away being brought in as to the character that passed away and i think that makes it more powerful for their performance but at the same time i'm kind of wondering i want to watch it again i've only seen it once um opening weekend I want to go back and watch it again. This time I want to try and watch it in a clear state of mind without thinking about Chadwick too, and see if it hits home as, as hard because that will tell you whether the film did its job for those who don't care about, you know, the actor or didn't care, didn't know the, the true life stuff or anything like that. Cause, cause not yeah. everyone watching this in like 10 years is well, going to remember. Yeah. Not everybody anyways. A lot of people still will, but not everybody will. And, and that will tell as far as the movie making part is what I'm yeah, talking about there. Uh, right off the bat. I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there. I thought it was just Okay. Like, I okay. thought it was on par with the first movie uh, overall. Obviously, there's okay. scenes in it that I thought were fucking phenomenal, like this opening yeah. and some stuff later on. And I love the the what they did with Shuri in this was so awesome. Mm. And, and like the emotional ride that she goes on is insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mbaku, I just I love that character. I love how much like I don't know a whole lot from the comics, so I could be wrong about this. But from what I do know, he is just he is a rival of you know the Black Panther, mm. and he is less 
uh, he's more for himself. Yeah. And this version is more for the yeah. people. Yeah. And, and he's that's, more that's comical awesome. in this and in, in the other, in the comics and stuff, he's usually a really serious. Yes. Brutal, you know, well, beast. I mean, it, comedy aside, you know, like he, like the, the, the scenes we get with him and Shuri, you know, after she loses her mother again in this damn movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's like you know he the emotion that winston puts in the character is just amazing yeah. and it actually makes me want to go and learn more about the comic character itself um mm-hmm. yeah uh, i think they've done a fantastic job with that character i, I just wanted to put that out there because i don't know if we're going to get back to him <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, I, I agree. Um, Mbaku's character, especially in this film, like I, I think even in the first film, they did a really good job of making yes. him sh- see that he cares more yes. than, you know, his comic counterpart for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that he is willing to stick by his, the people and help the people rather than just, mm, dip off and, and you know go away like he even did that in the first movie by bringing his people to the battle to fight yeah uh killmonger's uh crew of people and stuff so i i really enjoyed that um the character mbaku is gonna be the come on now come on he's gonna be the main yeah he's not gonna be the black panther but he's going to be a, I, a big ruler yeah, I, 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 I am curious to see where I don't want to hmm, where to go from here, because I don't want to skip over so much. But there's also so much I want to talk about. Well, Why let's don't talk you about this discussion. All right. So um, we get the emotional stuff, of course. Yes. And and then we skip a year away from Chadwick's or from uh, T'Challa's passing uh, in this movie. We skip one whole year. Um, notably though, they do show us send T'Challa's body to space. I think, I don't know where they're sending his body. Honestly. I don't know what they do. They take him into the ship and then go That's somewhere. It. Yeah. I don't know if they have a specific burial ground or if they just drop him in the ocean or what. Um, so that, that's interesting to, to note. Uh, I wonder if that comes back into play ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have, um, a year jump and we're trying to figure all this stuff out. Like, you know, she's, it's, we get the, the, she's cast aside her, um, no, no, I'm trying to say like for, um, the Atlanteans, even though they don't call them Atlanteans in this, uh, Shit, what what do they call them in this movie? No, oh, I don't know if they have. A, oh. I don't remember. Um, but Namor's crew, and the or Namor's crew, Namor, uh, which he they start attacking, and of course they have vibranium. You know, government thinks that's fucking Wakanda. Blah blah blah. It it sets it up basically, kind of like how. You know, you would set up a movie, um, and and I'm glad that they 
Oh, it's hard to boy. say. I'm gonna put it in chat and then you can say. Okay. It. There uh, you go. <laughs> the telecanal. The telecanil. There we go. The telecanil. Uh, is the the people the blue people in this film? Um, the underwater people. They're, they're only film. blue on the surface. Yeah, they're only blue on Which the surface. Which is different. Yeah, I wonder why. Um, and then probably to make them more human. Yeah, relatable. I guess so. They really, they really went away from Namor's uh comic. History, I will say. <laughs> I fucking hate Namor in the comics. He is such a fucking pretentious piece of shit. I, I think he kind of is here, but also not a at the same bit, time. But but you, they really went away from his origins and everything in this one. Um, but I think it works with this story. I don't really. They care. did include one bit of him. What's that? He's a mutant. We get yes. the actual yeah. word. For yeah. the first time, not just hinted at. Yeah. Um, well, they said mutant in uh, Miss Marvel. No, they said you have a genetic alteration, some kind of mutation. Yeah. They said mutation. I don't think they said mutation, but another word that means the same thing. Oh, okay. Um, and then the X Men music played. But yeah, no, dude. I... <sighs> The government's trying to steal fucking vibranium. Yeah, the French. <laughs> the French. Uh and and they set them up and they they get them they they're soldiers and they, shit. They set a know. trap for them and they're in the United Nations and she's just like there was an attempt on our facilities. The uh, French ambassadors is like, "Oh, really? That prove that's it. so terrible." And she's like, "Oh yeah, you're the one who did it." I don't think you can prove that. Eh, bring them out. They bring out all the soldiers they captured. Yeah. <laughs> that was such a good scene. Yeah, it like, was. don't fuck with them. <laughs> like, why would they think that they could do that? Like, honestly, Oops. like, it just doesn't make any sense. Especially with just a random SWAT team of people. Like, come on now. SWAT like, team. <laughs> they were the military, but. <laughs> military. Yeah, no, no. Like, just. They, they sucked. <laughs> Is this why the French don't go to war? <laughs> oh now i could have touched that one <laughs> yeah oh, shit. It, it was uh it's interesting that they were the first ones to make a move and yeah. uh we get what's her um oh my god the queen no no from seinfeld oh elaine um yeah uh so what is her uh, character's uh, name it's hydra yeah, the yeah, Lady Hydra. Lady uh, Hydra. Uh, that's who she is name? in the comics. They just haven't called her that because I don't think Hydra exists anymore. I'm not sure. Uh, no one's sure. Um, but she's like the one that's trying to, yeah, basically screw everybody up in this movie. I I don't know where to really talk about this because it's 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 a basic ass Marvel movie, but with emotion. You know, and well, I, there's some parts that, like the fact that she's in this. What is her name? Valentina. Yeah. Um, like the 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 ramifications. I'm just we're we're gonna skip all around. We're not going through this in order. Um, the ramifications of her pushing 
because even she's like, oh, man, if we could control all that vibranium, oh, I dream of that. And, like she is not against. Like she wants to destabilize the Wakanda economy, the, yeah. the screw the country over, because uh, like she she's trying to start a, a fight between the two countries. And I think I wonder is this going to be the Thunderbolts thing? Because it is left unresolved. The American government is getting increasingly hostile towards them, mm-hmm. um, led by Valentina, you know, go figure. Yeah. Uh, so I'm curious, since we know she's basically the one putting the Thunderbolts together because agent U.S. agents on there. And so is the new Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Um could this be the story we see unfold in that potentially yeah is that gonna be a movie or a show it's a movie it's a movie okay yeah so i could definitely see that potentially happening uh we'll see what they do in some shows beforehand um because mm. quantum mania is not gonna touch any of that shit when no no out. we're finally getting into the kang stuff which i cannot yeah. wait for like it's been fun seeing all these characters these one-off stories but like I, after this one, I am at the same point as a lot of people. I'm ready for the big, you know, let's get to the Avengers type type uh, setup. Yeah, <laughs> I really find. Uh, and, okay, so this movie is all about trauma and grief. Can we oh, agree God, about yeah. that? Oh, and, yeah. and, and most of the films in this phase have been about trauma and grief loss yeah. Yeah, I, I actually i talked about that with um uh ryan dose on okay. across the bifrost um, so so my question is what the fuck marvel like we just went through a pandemic why are you doing this to everybody like haven't we had enough trauma and grief already like can we can we please not anymore yeah that's um one of the quotes from uh, it wasn't Feige. It was one of the other executive producers. I can't remember his name right now, but okay, uh, he said this is basically every we're seeing the world kind of healing and dealing with what happened with Infinity War and Endgame. Since we skipped a lot of the middle part of the you know the people being gone for five years, we're yeah. seeing all of the fallout from that now in these movies. But they don't even mention um, that stuff half the time. No, they don't. But it's basically, you know, the world's hurt is what mm-hmm. we're supposed to be kind of feeling. Um, and we kind of get that a little bit with um, um, the I, world's I, hurt. I don't understand. I don't get that though because all these movies, it's the characters that are getting screwed over. Oh yeah, but they're saying that it's supposed to be a um um a representation of the, it. Yeah, representation of like everyone in the world right now is suffering for you know one reason or another. Yeah. Uh and um uh, we kind of get a little bit of the 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 I'm not I'm refuse to call it the blip, the snap. Uh <laughs> um It's a snappy with, blip. Um, <laughs> I can't remember her name, but the uh, the spy that the queen goes and collects that uh, it turns out to be a romantic interest of T'Challa that she disappeared oh, yeah. after he vanished in infinity war. Yeah. Uh, uh, re- uh, uh, not Riri. That's uh Riri Williams. Um, you're talking about, uh, 
Oh, what's her freaking name in this movie? Nakia. Nakia. Okay. Or no, Akoya. Is it Nakia? Yeah, Nakia. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's. So we get a little bit of that touched on, which, you know, is interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't expect anything in this movie to touch on any of that. Uh, yeah. Especially since, you know, we're mostly dealing with the fallout of T'Challa being gone. Right. Um, and, and, you know, let's let's get into the Shuri um, story, because like I said earlier, I the the roller coaster that they put this character on like she mm-hmm. goes through the ringer in this she yeah. she throws away their ancestral beliefs because you know what good is that that the science is what could have saved well, her brother I, I love this is because it's like it's like religion versus science and you just mm-hmm. sometimes you just need to you can use both together you yeah know? find a balance yeah and and, and it was freaking awesome to see that Disney of all companies actually <laughs> dealt with that. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, yeah, it was freaking awesome because you have to find the the perfect balance between your technology and where your your spirituality, you what you believe, what your belief system and stuff like that yeah. within this film. And, you know, her not believing really in in the ancestral plane and stuff like that leads her to not get to go and see it you know you, well you, not she, right away at least no she doesn't go to the ancestral plane at all she she does when in the final confrontation she sees her mom on the ancestral plane oh yes yes her mom yeah sorry i forgot about that part and also uh, i mean she technically was, was there with when she uh <laughs> I was really wondering if they were going to do the ancestral plane at all and if they were going to try and put like Chadwick in there. I was just remembering of yeah, I thought like I I understand they're trying to be respectful and stuff, but I I honestly would have been okay with like a shot from afar or you just see like someone's foot. It, it's kind of represent like he's there, he's watching you or have him thing. like in the background, you know. Uh, or or in panther form because remember they were in panther form in the first movie before they turned into their human form weren't they? Oh yeah, that's true. When he saw his dad, I yeah. forgot about so that. That would have been him, awesome. They could have had him in panther form with something on him that mm-hmm. represents that it's T'Challa. Yeah, I but, for me, I know everyone's gonna feel differently about this. Yeah. To me, I feel like that's a missed opportunity. If you feel differently, that that's perfect. You know. Except there's no right or wrong way to do because, this, you know, when dealing with real world ramifications. Yeah. And, and the um, nice thing, too, about that would also be to show that one T'Challa made it to that, you know, mm-hmm. plane. But also it would represent that Chadwick is in a better place now at yeah. the same time, you know. And like, and I think, uh, yeah, I, I can agree with that. Um would it have helped the the story or anything? No, but would it have affected no. it? No, it could just have them in the background. Just been another or emotional type thing yeah. for us. If you could have made it so that the reason that she doesn't actually have contact with him, so we don't have like a CG Chadwick, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> some weird shit going on. Yeah, no, like, that that definitely should that never should yeah. have been on the table. <laughs> no, never. But like the reason uh, you can say that is because she still hasn't gotten to that point 
to pass on the grief yet. Yeah, burning of the um, the funeral guard. Right, right. And I think that would work the best. Um, <laughs> I don't understand why her mom is there, though. She wasn't a Black Panther. It's the ancestral. Like I said, I think she was also there when she the Black first Panthers go arrives a- there. It's just a, it, it, it manifests itself differently. Yeah. I think the Black Panthers go to a specific plane of existence when they no, die. No, because in Moon Knight, it's established that that is their afterlife. But that's just Moon Knights. Yeah, they mention that the Wakandan afterlife, though. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. I want to see those worlds collide. <laughs> Since we have like the Wakandan one, we have the one from Moon Knight. We have it's getting um, very D and D like here with it, all the different planes of existence. Is it Val, Val Valhalla? Valhalla? Yeah, yeah, we we saw that. So all these people are existing still in their like afterlives. Like mm-hmm. you know that it would be really cool to uh, to see that or some type of crossover. I know in Thor's uh, lore that there is a way out of Valhalla back. Um, but I don't know what the ramifications of that would be, especially in the MCU. So, yeah, it'll be interesting if that ever happens. I don't know if they will do it because it's kind of, I don't know. They, they've done a very good job of avoiding the, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The cop outs that the comics go with constantly. Yeah. 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 Um, but it would be and, interesting to see. And then then if people were yeah. like, well, what about Tony? And you can just be like, well, heaven. I mean, if we you are know, about to leave. have a, a battle with Kang in the Kang army yeah. coming up, what better than releasing all of the Asgardians? But we'll see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, not all the Asgardians would even be in Valhalla. They have to die of a noble death in battle. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, going back to the Shuri stuff, though, yeah. uh, the whole, you know, she's forget, you know, throwing away her ancestral life or ancestral life uh, traditions. Yeah. And uh, her belief system, you know, basically. Then she meets Namor and she sees like, oh, these people, they're just trying to live like us, you know. Uh, and Namor gives her. I'm not calling him Namor. Namor uh, gives you know. His name he is saw, Namor. I don't. It's Namor. Like no love. It's fuck Spanish, him. bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck the fish man. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he he talks about how he also you know saw pain and suffering when he went to go bury his mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that kind of at a very young age and that kind of left an imprint on him. So where he has uh, a dislike of surface dwellers and stuff. And he's like, you know, he kind of sees a little bit uh, uh, of a kinship with her, with their dis dis uh, disillusions with, you know, life and stuff, mm. I guess. Uh, disenfranchised. I don't know what word I'm looking for here, but you know what I mean? Like they're disconnect. Yeah, yeah. Or okay. it's like, man, the rest of the world sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, I understand it because it's it, it's kind of how like some some places look at 
say the states versus other other yep. areas you know it's like oh, yeah. i blame them for this in my life or like you know people here and blame other people for things they're not in their wrong because <laughs> yeah. we like to fuck with other nations illegally every Government. nation likes to oh um, i know it's and, stupid but but it's it, it's just even on a smaller level it's like you know you have revolts and stuff like that of people just because they mm. feel that they were wronged by this specific group of people when only mm. like a tiny little pepper canister of those people are actually responsible for any of it. Yeah. Or, and and in, in the Morris uh, case, it's like he's blaming the entire world for something that happened hundreds of years ago yeah he's like people he kind of he shut himself and his people away so he hasn't seen you know there are other kinds of people out there he just yeah. has that one one interaction when he was younger and yeah. then as he gets old we've heard you know him dealing with people who have gone with ill intent to seek him out and stuff yeah. and which it, uh, it, it does prove though too and it's something to think about because those those things that happened to him that were bad as a kid, mm -hmm. they stick with you. And because he was like a, a really powerful kid, too. Yeah. He didn't have anyone telling him, no, no, no. This is how things should work like this. Yeah. And because he was he just aged. running. He, yeah. He aged forever, but he still so. kept his child emotions, mm -hmm. his child thoughts, his and not saying like what he thought capacity. was childish, but like his his the inner child of him was holding on to this pain and to this anguish and all that stuff. And and I think that's what causes him to to be how he was. And and yeah. I think that's actually pretty cool and pretty deep. And I'm probably making it deeper than what the movie wanted to be. But still, <laughs> hey, sometimes we can see more than the actual creators themselves. Uh, or we can say see Namor. <laughs> but i think his connection with shuri you know it may have he may have been reading her wrong because you know she didn't she was angry at the outside world for trying to take advantage of her brother's passing mm -hmm. and lack of a black panther protector of the country right but she wasn't she didn't hate them no 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 yeah um she was more angry at herself than anything. And yeah. we, we saw that come to a head when she finally re she uses Namor give, they have their own version of the, uh, the, uh, vibranium, uh, influenced plant that turns them into water people, mm -hmm. uh, fish people. And some of it inf is infused in the bracelet that he gives her and she uses that to recreate the flower. You know, yeah. that's, that's actually pretty clever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious what all alterations are different now that she has a hybrid flower, but well, again, that's down well, the road. If she they became wanna... like a power ranger and knew how to fight instantly <laughs> as soon as she was in the suit. Oh, I have <laughs> stuff to say about that fight. Uh, so yeah, when she takes that flower and she first goes to their, that plane, mm -hmm. she, we don't see the, the tree and the, the, the safari type landscape right. that we saw with uh, T'Challa and that we see later in the movie, you right. get the th place where her mom passed and Killmonger, yeah. <laughs> which 
what a clever way to bring that guy back because yeah. it definitely goes with all of her uh, hatred and emotions and stuff and, like and they can also <laughs> put to bed people who think that killmonger was still alive because his there neck was a, got snapped he's dead yeah <laughs> he, he's dead uh people because people were out there being like well we never actually saw him die so maybe he could still his be, body I was like, flies no. a lifeless to the ground he's dead <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, he's he's dead. He's in the. I don't even yeah. know. I guess it's the ancestral plane. Still, it is the plane, but it's like a different part domain. I guess I don't know how to. I don't know how to describe it. But yeah, she she goes back to the place of her mom's death, mm-hmm. and you know, oh, when she starts like, this is all your fault for letting my brother die by burning all those plants, and the room starts catching on fire, and you yeah. just see the rage flowing out of her like uh, it was a fucking star wars movie or something dude i would love to see killmonger come back from like another area (laughs) like not that killmonger but michael Uh, like one of the what if characters yeah like a what if with michael b jordan but Mm -hmm. instead of him because in like what if he was still an asshole but (laughs) him actually being a, a good character you know like uh yeah a, a decent person i won't say good because there is no good like and evil. maybe a human torch you know <laughs> <laughs> oh god no <laughs> uh, but, we'll but see what's they, gonna they happen it would be crazy to waste like an actor like michael b jordan and not let him do more in the oh. universe you know i i don't think they expected people to make a connection that they did um because i mean he's not wrong in this scene either he's like wakanda wasn't doing anything for the world until i became black panther yeah and it's kind of true if it wasn't for him they would have started their outreach programs their schools their uh yeah. working with the united nations uh well yeah because he 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 showed t'challa like look this is like what, what the fuck are we doing like you you yeah, guys we're not you, you abandoned we're not me <laughs> you abandoned me you abandoned our people like and when he says they're people, he meant like African uh, culture and stuff like that. People yeah. from African descent. Because um, uh, Wakanda's in Africa, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Uh, a lot of people and, and like to confuse. Until that point, <laughs> uh, up until that point, people thought it was a third world country because they hid their actual city from them. Yeah. And then it became known like, hey, so... We're actually more advanced than all of you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Here's what we can do to help you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I agree. It's uh, it's one of those things where it's, you know, if it, it, unfortunately in life, bad people do shit, which make better people realize, oh, we probably should do this instead or it, it, open up to, to all these things. And, and we have it in, no. in society today, like where stupid shit happens and and we're learning and we're we're trying to be better mm-hmm. in ways. Um, there are lots of people who don't want to better themselves or, or want to fight back and, and stuff. But there are lots of things that are changing in society today because bad people showed us what was you know and when i say bad i don't mean like pure evil people i just mean people that did stupid shit you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) like yeah there's a lot of stupidity in the world and and no one specifically you know just in general yeah i'll be curious um 
with this whole because we saw that outreach. They basically said, you know, Wakanda has not fulfilled their promises. That means Chachala was basically the only one doing this outreach to the world because then he disappeared for five years. Then he came down with this illness. Yeah, it's going to say the five year gap should matter because you have a king to help with that. The whole world is going crazy. Why the hell would we share our resources when you have nothing to give us, you know? Honestly, yeah. that's just generally how the world works. We don't share with you if you don't have anything to share with us. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how T'Challa set it up originally, but yeah. Uh, and but you could see, see that he the was the 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 um the person who was spearheading that program. Though. Yeah. Well, we and did see at the end of the first movie, he turned the apartment where his uncle got killed in into, into a school the school or Wakanda outreach facility or whatever it was considered. One of the many that they built. Yeah. Cause so, we see another one when the queen goes to collect their old spy. That was another right. Wakandan school in, um, yeah. or was that in Haiti? It was in Haiti. Haiti. Yeah. Which was awesome to see um, them show Haiti in a better light. Cause usually when you see Haiti and I think, I, I think maybe like Mark Bernardin said this too. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Like usually when you see Haiti, you it's usually in like a low like oh my god these people are so poor they need your help feed the children and you know all the sad music and shit and it's like no like that's not a haiti all like yeah some parts and some things and you know some people but otherwise it's still a a country you know Mm. Uh, so it was nice to see it in a light for once in in media in some sort of fashion oh yeah uh especially because where i'm at right here where i live there's a lot of haitian people here so i talk to them all the time and i'm like this sounds awesome i want to go there for vacation (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah it looked good uh yeah but you know all of that came from uh killmonger and he's Mm -hmm. explaining that to she's he's like kind of uh like, I know you're angry. Like, come on, continue my plan to yeah. use your anger and hurt and p- put it back out into the world instead of processing it like you should, uh, <laughs> which is basically what uh, uh, Namor is doing as well. And yeah. we don't see the resolution of that at first. She just comes back and she's like, so you can tell she's cagey as fuck. She's not telling him that she even spoke to anyone. Yeah. Uh, because she's kind of ashamed that that's that is her you know relative that apparently she connected to the most at that moment because right. <laughs> with uh, uh t'challa he was his dad mm-hmm. he was trying to be the king you know that they all needed right and right. so and that's why i think we see her uh she sees her mom later is because she needed to see her mm-hmm. And yeah. she also got the crap beat out of her. So, um, right. <laughs> um, uh, it, it, I love. And from that, she goes and you see not only T'Challa's helmet, but his dad's. And I'm like, that is so cool that they would include his as well. You know, her, it's not just her brother that, you know, yeah. she's inheriting this from. It's both of them. Wasn't wasn't Killmonger's helmet there, though? No, it no. was just that the was two. just those two. OK. 
Yeah, no, they ain't right. gonna keep Killmonger. No, even though it was a spare T'Challa outfit he right. stole. I was gonna say it's just the golden version of his suit. <laughs> and right? I think that's why we see the golden when she finally comes out with her suit. It's the golden. Yeah. That comes. Um, we'll get to the final fight with. I want to talk about Ironheart now. Okay. Riri Williams. Everybody. This whole movie, I was so excited when we saw the drawings of the arc reactor. I'm like. Oh my God, we're going to get a suit up. Uh, you always love the suit up scenes with yeah. Iron Man. And I'm like, and it doesn't happen. Nope. And they give we her better this- get a suit up. <laughs> Jumping ahead there. My we better get hit. a suit up in uh, the fucking next thing she's in. Because <laughs> why would you not do that? Right. <laughs> Well, they, I love that they did. So in this, we get Riri Williams, Ironheart. Everybody knows her. Um, she essentially makes her own Iron Man suit. Yeah, um, we get we get dual things going on where and, one's working on biology and the other one's working on mechanics. Yeah. And and the nice the the fun thing with Riri anyways in the comics is like Tony Stark w- works with her through AI. Mm-hmm. Like he's an AI uh uh, presence basically um, yeah. hologram stuff like that uh, I wonder if they do that in the show uh, for her um, because that would be the only way I would want RDJ to come back in any fashion is if Maybe, they did it that way uh, Wakanda seems to still be pretty close with um, the the uh, remnants of the Avengers team whatever yeah. that response they're calling it now uh, so maybe Shuri knows happy <laughs> maybe uh you would think though if they're close to them why wouldn't you call some avengers in to help you like maybe a hulk <laughs> i mean it's the same thing with all of these solo films you I just know. gotta ignore it I know. well they were also like under restrictions too because the government thought that wakanda was the ones that were doing the attacks yeah yeah so but, they really I didn't mean, probably didn't want to get other people involved if there were issues there and you know then the avengers would be brought into it you know um so that kind of makes sense the avengers don't exist right now i mean who is active we just have what the new flying hawk uh uh, captain america flying Uh, hawk (laughs) (laughs) i combined him and hawkeye uh it's like Uh, hawkeye's retired america um and ant-man because in the trailer ant-man's like he's still public um, you but have. He's kind of a goofball. Would you really count on him? <laughs> yes, you still have to count him. Um, uh, Thor. No, I said count on him, not count oh. him. <laughs> well, Thor, Thor's still on Earth in New Asgard. Yeah. At the end of true. that movie. Um, well, no, Hulk. he's flying around with his his new adopted daughter. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, Hulk, uh, but Smart we Hulk. don't know if this took place during the time that period where he was out of. On, in space or not yeah um, well he's also have, living on a secluded island yeah. so who knows hawkeye and uh the uh one chick hawkeye's retired though but the girl's there we again we don't know but she's not an avenger no um, it, she's not really publicly known either yet you have bucky yeah i, I mean yeah he did stay in wakanda so i don't know why they didn't call bucky um because it would make he, sense that would have totally made sense uh just to get bucky in there because he's a wakandan you know they they helped him so yeah, you he was us. a resident for a while the yeah. white wolf yeah 
uh, which we'll talk about him later too in this episode. Uh, <laughs> yes, we will. Oh boy. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, no, Riri Williams is awesome in the comics. Um, I have a few. I wasn't action a fan figures. of the armor design. It reminded I, me a bit of Metroid Prime. If yeah, you've ever seen that character, I didn't like the the suit that they gave her in this. Um, so I'm glad that they were like, yeah, you have to leave that suit here. Yeah, we're keeping that. You can't, you can't take that. So that means she what, has to build her own. She has to and build I'm her own. I'm excited. So I'm very excited to see what we get from that. Um, yeah, with the Iron Wars movie instead of TV show, yeah. which I'm still pissed about. I wanted a show. Yeah. But she gets her own show first. Does she? I believe we I get thought she Iron was Heart next in Iron Wars. Ooh, okay. We, I I'm think excited. we have an Ironheart show. Uh, you might want to double check that, but I believe there's an Ironheart show coming. Um, so that's where I'm like, let's bring in RDJ just for like, you know, two days worth of shooting. All he has to do is stand in somewhere and do a hologram or whatever, you know, or voiceover, whatever. Be Jarvis, dude. Uh, whatever you got to do with your stupid little Which jokes. They had their own Jarvis in this, and that was cool. Yeah, it, it seemed like they were just ripping off Tony at that point because <laughs> we didn't have that in the first one. I'm like, y'all are supposed to be advanced, like either that or she like kind of stole part of Jarvis's mind when she was working on uh, Vision. I think, um, I don't know. I mean, I think she just liked the idea of having a AI helper. Because even her mom's like, these things are going to kill us one day. You know that, right? Which, bro, what if she ends up creating her own Ultron? <laughs> bringing back Ultron. Oh, geez. On accident. If they did steal a part of Vision, it's possible. Yeah, yeah, definitely possible. Um, yeah, so in this one, though, like, Riri is yep. kind of just a waste of time, She's honestly. got her own show. Uh, is she? Currently scheduled late 23. So in another year, we'll be watching that. Okay. About Christmas or or no Thanksgiving time next year, um, uh, it's that and Agatha that are so we'll probably be watching that around maybe September. Okay, uh, right. is my guess. Right, and then Agatha will be December. It was Agatha all along. Um, there you go, guys. That's my singing <laughs> abilities. That's it. Nothing else. Uh, yeah, no, I, I didn't really care for Riri's character in this. Honestly, I just felt like it was just a waste of, uh, time. It, you could have cut it out and still had the same story and everything. The only reason you needed Riri was because she supposedly designed the machine that yeah, was they, able they, to they harvest laid the groundwork that she is incredibly intelligent. Yeah, they, I guess so. Yeah, they set it up so they don't have to do so much Excuse work me. in the show so they she, can have a shorter she, show. She really is basically the second coming of Tony Stark, which I mean, we basically yeah. got the same scene with her prototype Iron Man because, oh, yeah. dude, with the uh, CIA bus, she's got an Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> they freaked uh, out. Then she goes yeah. up in the air and like passes out similar to how Tony got his yep. ar uh, armor frozen. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. I missed this. <laughs> the face on that mask was so stupid, though. It was. It was. It was. I'm just glad we it have another Iron a, Man type character. <laughs> what, what, what was that one from the Spider-Man uh, cartoon, the spider robot thing? It reminded me of that. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. The spider hunters. No, no, no. The spider robot from uh, uh, the Spider-Verse movie. Oh. I don't remember. 
the like of Ultron or not Ultron Voltron type uh, Spider-Man suit thing that that chick had. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got you. I got you now. Then, um. Yeah. You know, like the little kids Toby uh, watches with the face on them. <laughs> Anyways. Um. Yeah. Uh, no. I for Ironheart in this, like you know, they. I guess setting the groundwork is good. For the character, since we're going to have her show, they didn't want to do the work it, for if it. If you're going to so. have a smart character be important in the future and yeah. you need someone who designed a machine in this, why not just make them one in the same? Yeah. Yeah. So I can understand that part. But as much as she was in it, I was like, eh, it's kind of you, you kind of wasted her because you, you, she's there, but she's not really contributing a whole lot. You know, mm-hmm. after the fact, after you have her safe and stuff. Just keep her safe. She did not need to go to battle. You're putting her in the place where you that didn't want her. That was such a her. dumb idea. Let's go to the ocean in a boat. Yeah. Well, not only that, it's like <laughs> and, you're taking the one character uh, that you decided you're not going to let die to protect everyone, danger. and you're putting her in battle. Like, Well, what? I guess it didn't matter at that point, because she's not a target. Everyone's a target. He declared war on, you know, everyone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, they also uh, like busted in and killed them, killed one of their people in their lair. So. Yeah. Oh my god, that was such a like Set you could even see Shuri's like people. No, <laughs> it's just the queen's fault. She said any means. Yeah. But you know, tisk, tisk. Uh, the but the final battle between Shuri, the new Black Panther, and Namor. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was interesting, but can I say as a person who doesn't care about noticing CGI issues, I noticed the CGI, which is not good. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't as bad as the first movie final scene. Really? It looked like PlayStation uh, 2 graphics. Yeah. It looked like I was watching one of the cartoons there for a bit with the faraway shots. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Ooh, a, a Disney has or Marvel Disney, whatever. The, for some reason, they just don't render out Black Panther's final fight scenes, apparently. Mm, um, yeah, well, that and they crunch these fucking people to the point where they're working to the last minute. Stop yeah. crunching these people, given enough time and resources. Um, <laughs> uh, real quick before we dive the rest of the way through that, uh, <laughs> the queen got pissed off that her daughter got captured or taken or whatnot, and she basically demoted Okoye. Uh, so oh, Okoye yeah. is what not the fuck? part of the... Um, the uh, uh, what do they call them? The the warriors. She's not part of the warriors and the guards and stuff like that anymore. So now she's basically just a normal citizen. Uh, which I don't see why she just Dora Milaje. Dora Milaje. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, and now she becomes one of the two uh, weird looking outfit women. I forget <laughs> what she calls them. <laughs> uh the blue versions are the rescues the rescue uh suits i know <laughs> that iron man made. let's see midnight avengers midnight avengers. <laughs> or, midnight angel i'm sorry midnight angel okay are those a comic thing i've never heard of that one they have to it be with must be with the uh, wakanda uh midnight angels yep they okay. exist is the right. name used for a subgroup of Dora Milaje mm. special unit. There we go. Alrighty. Anyways, 
Um, I I, uh, I have to agree with her set her character sentiments though. Every single time you walk in, is it just me or is that thing getting uglier? Like, <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> yeah, the suits in this were just ugly in general. The, the metal suits and stuff, they were just yeah. stupid and ugly in this movie. Um, the design could have been a lot better. Uh, but yeah, we have the final fight scene. Uh, they su- try to attack Atlanteans, basically. Um, it was a trap to lure Namor out. Yeah. Because their whole plan is to dehydrate him, which is a good plan until he starts ripping apart the ship, because of course he would. <laughs> Maybe take him somewhere further from the water? She was trying to get him to the desert and didn't quite make it there. To- <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we get this somewhat fun fight scene. I want to know how the hell, uh, she knows how to fight so well, uh, just cause you put a suit on does not give you the skills well, of a fighter. I mean, we don't know. She could have been training with people. We, we saw her fighting in the last movie and she didn't fight. She just shot. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, when she was uh, fighting, defending. So, and then in Endgame, she really didn't fight. Was it Endgame? No, Infinity War. Sorry. Yeah, she was busy with Vision. Yeah. She had guns. That's about it. So, I don't know how. Uh... Well, I guess I don't know if um, once they get the Black po- Panther black power black panther powers um ah, if they okay. get the the skills and stuff kind of like a power ranger suit gives you the the ability to fight better so yeah uh they mentioned that uh despite uh being an excellent combatant she rarely fights in the front lines uh she uh, briefly holds her own against Killmonger for a time before you know mm-hmm. he uh, gets the upper hand. So yeah, she's trained, which doesn't make sense that she held her own against Killmonger when he had the Black Panther power and the suit. Well, she had the gauntlets. Oh, she yeah, she was just shooting him, which. She designed the fucking suit. Don't you think that, you know, hitting him with power is just going to make him worse, like have the blast (laughs) at the end. (laughs) Anyway, um, no. Yeah, I thought it was uh, it was interesting. I didn't it didn't take me out, though. I'll tell you that right now. It didn't take me out. Her fighting didn't take me out. The only I was just like she got stabbed like Tony did Mm -hmm. (laughs) straight up just like Tony. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of allusions to Tony in this. And and um you know, she she kind of heals herself cool, like Tony uh, with the nanotech heals her or something. I think it just cauterizes the wound cuz she's still in pain. <laughs> yeah. Um she has a chance to kill Namor, but she does not and uh they decide that yeah, we get the rest of the together the scene with her and killmonger where yeah he's like oh aren't you like me don't you want to see the world burn and she's like nah nah i want to be like my brother fuck you right so uh <laughs> her and the more make a deal where they'll protect the them and uh, from the sea as long as you know they stay the fuck away from everybody else. yeah don't create war and namor's 
we think he's like, you know, he's beaten. So he's like, yeah, which, by the way, we see one of his wings get cut off from his feet and ow. Yeah. I, I like those, I, those have to grow back, right? Yeah, they have to. But ow. Uh, yeah. Oh, one <laughs> knock, second knock, knock knock um no i i agree it's uh we get a, a shot of him getting his wing like literally cut off by whatever um utensil she has on her her person uh from the suit and it looked very painful dude like i don't understand if um he he can grow it back or if he has to that what? was my understand. cat that was your cat knocking that was my cat she has what <laughs> little ping pong eyeball from halloween she's playing she's knocking it against my door i nice. thought it was my wife <laughs> um but yeah no i i i i'm assuming he grows them back dude like they have yeah. to grow back <laughs> anyways uh so we go off uh Wakanda is basically beaten. There's only like five or six Wakanda yeah, still they're like out. And um so, <laughs> so uh we go back to the boat and there's only like five Wakandans there. It's like Mbaku, uh Riri is there, and then you have uh Okoye. Her um, other partner, I, I forget the other girl's name that's in the uh, angel outfit. And then you have uh, Nakia and they um, they just hang out on the boat. They have people coming up the boat. It literally looks like a scene from Pirates of the Caribbean where all the creatures are climbing up the boat and shit to attack them. And then they're just like, yeah, we're stopping. I'm like, bro, like, you just turn around and stab the Black Panther and kill her, and you win. Like, you, there's no... Yeah. And then you can have your war, because Wakanda's clearly the only ones that supposedly can take you out, I guess you, you're assuming. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... uh. And then we end the movie with, because uh, you, as you were saying, the more was making it seem like he was beaten and out and everything. What is his uh, explanation as to why he surrendered? Oh, because they're going to have to come and ask them for help, which yeah. means they're basically at, uh, they're not Atlanteans, they're basically at their uh, mercy. Yeah. When the time comes, because the world he sees the political powers somehow uh, is shifting and, you know, getting ready to go uh, fend off Wakanda. Right. Right. Um, so he's basically just setting it all up to mm. to be a big, big thing all right. that we have going on here. And Tivis keeps having issues with his cat. Oh, Tivis, Tivis, Tivis. <laughs> I thought right. if she would come in here, she would stop complaining. But no, I can't have my door open because I'm too loud. Um, and and uh, we get the shot of. That's it. That's how the movie ends, basically. Um, they yeah, arrest and then there's uh, one. They arrest Ross, uh, the 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 um, uh, uh, colonizer. Uh, FBI. <laughs> 
uh, Everett Ross. Everett Ross. Yes, thank you. Uh, They arrest him supposedly for helping uh, Wakanda. Oh, he's CIA. Yeah. Uh, They arrest him for helping, which his ex-wife was... It's Valerie. Valentina, yeah. Valentina, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, They arrest him, whatever. Uh, They're taking him to jail, and... Kaboom! Uh, there are the Blue Angels. Is it the Blue Angels? Is that what you said? Right. Yep. Yeah, the Blue Angels are there, and they break him out. They're not of, Blue uh, Angels. They're <laughs> what are they? They're blue. Midnight Angels. Midnight Angels. They need to be a little darker than the suit color. Yeah. Uh, dark blue. Make it dark blue, guys. Um, and then uh, that's it. Now uh, I guess he's living in Wakanda now. He's going to be now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe he'll set up his own team to go against the Thunderbolts. Could be, yeah. He could be using his knowledge of the people in the the power right now. Yeah, be like, hey, like these are the people you could talk to to try and cool things down. These are the people you want to avoid. Yeah. Do you think so? Do you think that Thunderbolts are going to do? Are they going to be the bad people in their movie? Like, I know they're like not supposed to be like. Well, they're the working perfect. for Valentina, so yes. Whatever they're. <laughs> doing is going to be bad kind of like a suicide squad almost yes yeah. that's, that's basically what they are yeah um so is james gunn gonna direct that one <laughs> i think it might be the um the uh oh my god the the avenger brothers what's russo's? what's name? russo's no i think they're if they come back they're gonna do uh secret wars uh, oh, maybe that's it. I know they are coming back. I just can't remember what for. Um, and then uh, we get our mid credit scene, which is uh, future proofing. <laughs> we are at Nakia's place in Haiti, and um, what 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 are we doing there, Tivis? We're fighting off a sneeze. Um, so she uh, Shuri finally decides she's ready to burn her you know, a uh, funeral garb and, you know, cause she's like, they really are, you know, still with me all around us. Mm-hmm. And as she's burning it, um, the person whose name you just said comes back Nikita. and, uh, and yeah, comes down with a little boy and she's like, Hey, meet your nephew, yep. Prince T'Challa. No, they don't say that. <laughs> No, I'm summarizing because that's what happened. They, uh, oh, what is the kid's name that they gave him? Um, I'm trying to see if they have it in the credits here. Nope, it doesn't. I don't even see him in here. So his name is Tau Saint, T-O-U-S-S-A-I-N-T. Tau Saint, T-S. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then they later reveal that his secret is he is Prince Prince T'Challa, thus giving Junior. us another T'Challa in the MCU, thus making it so basically he could be Black Panther in like five, ten years. If this continues another what are we at? 14 years now, another 14 years, this kid is what like six or seven now i think they said so he'll be in his 20s that's thick yeah 
Mm, it depends. He's got to be like seven, seven or eight. I think they said six years, but we don't know how long before then he was born. Right. So he's at least six. But <laughs> dude, what happened to babies if they got snapped away? It's do, uh, we can't think about that. That's and then they get brought think about back. That. Oh, my God. What about? Oh, oh my God. This baby's dropping out the sky. <laughs> yeah, you can't think about that. Uh, oh, so many dead babies everywhere. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I never oh, thought okay. about. So here Vegas. we go. He was born in 2018, the year of the snap. The snap. Thank God, the fandom doesn't call it the blip. Seriously. So he's Disney, about seven Marvel, years old. Cause, stop. Because we don't know when T'Challa dies in the timeline. If it's like the year he comes back or a year after he comes back. And then yeah. we have a year after his death is when the movie takes place. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, right. Oh, in 2024. So, yeah, basically just after. Oh, fuck. <laughs> just after Endgame. Is when he was born? No, when right. uh, T'Challa became ill. Okay. That's fucked. I wonder if they say because of the the powers from the gauntlet snapping him away and the the plant at the same time. Because he had the plant in in the system at the same time. I don't think they'll ever going to explain it, but. Well, I'm explaining it to you. Oh, man, that sucks. So, yeah. Yeah. So he's about six. Okay. All right. Because um, this movie will be 2025 then. Right. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out the timeline proper because they say that T'Challa prepared them both for his death. So he must have gone and seen them several times before he died at least. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you come back, you go finding your old girlfriend and find a son. And then you get sick. It's like, well, I've already been gone for five years. So you I feel know, that kid was don't be sad that I'll be gone again. I feel the kid was born before the snap. It says it was the same year, 2018. So maybe he knew already, and that's why she didn't come anywhere near in uh, Infinity War. So maybe. Maybe. Potentially. Um, Let's go back and watch T'Challa's feelings there and see what if he looks like he's a proud daddy or not. Uh, anyways, uh, that's the end of the movie, dude. Um, oh, Tivis, uh, I didn't stay for the full credits. Did you stay for the full credits? Why, yes, I did. Because normally there's two. Nothing. Nothing. There was nothing. (laughs) I didn't tell you there was two. Normally there aren't. You didn't tell me there wasn't two either. (laughs) (laughs) So how long was the movie for you, man? That had to be a very... Short Are we film, including right? all of the commercials that Rave <laughs> ma- uh, puts in front of all this shit? Uh, no. Oh, uh, shit. All right. Um, so yeah, so that's Black Panther. I did Panther. get to read uh, Black Panther Will Return, though, which is something I already knew. That's because all they, they said always the come back. That's yeah. it. I read on the thing, it said there's a message at the very end, and I was like, I'm leaving now. <laughs> Uh, every no, time the- I go to the movies, I don't look it up before I go to the movies, but I'll go to the movies and after the credits start, then I'll Google it 
and say, how many end credit scenes are there? And usually the first thing comes up and says, yes, there's one or there's two. Or I had about 3% left on my phone, so I turned it off. That's why I wasn't no. messaging you a lot. Uh, but yeah, so uh, it, they did have a very nice, you know, to our beloved friend, uh, uh, Chadwick. Uh, yes. Before the credits even began. And then yeah. there was like four or five names that this movie was also dedicated to at the very end that like, okay. my God, how many people passed away making, you know, between the last one and this one? This well, is that ridiculous. One, I mean, that one was being shot during, like, pandemic stuff, too. So, yeah. I mean, and there was a lot of people, you know, that happened. Uh, so, Can I say that Georgia Peach was in the credits? Uh, apparently, Disney's back filming in Georgia now. <laughs> I thought they were always filming in Georgia. We, there's always... Weren't they protesting them? No. <laughs> Come on, Disney doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> no, they Georgia, care enough Georgia to where offers, people paying. Georgia offers the best <laughs> tax credits right now for the film. Disney's not going to be leaving there. They're going to be shooting there for a while until the tax credits get better somewhere else. Fucking uh, shills. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, again, overall, I thought this movie was all right. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not no it was it was there a, were s- stuff that i loved in it right it for me it was a fine film um i loved the fact that it was it, it had emotion to it um and mixed in with you know normal marvel crap all the time uh it was one of the marvel films that has uh it uses emotion with your emotions based in reality too. So I think it gets a bigger emotional response out of people, especially people who um, like Chadwick or even cared about like his career or what he did in film and stuff like that. Cause uh, Chadwick had a really great career uh, for a short time that he was, you know, famous uh, like oh. really famous, I want to say, not yeah, just yeah, like yeah. acting, but actually famous. Um, he had a really good uh, career in that span of time, where and he became a star. Yes, Tarantino. <laughs> uh, well, I think Jackie Robinson made him a star. That movie. Yeah. Um, maybe before, maybe maybe before a very rich star. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I I, uh, I thought as far as that aspect goes, great job. The emotion it was there. It kept you going and it yeah. made watching the other crap worth it. And yeah, there was there was some messaging in this, but it wasn't so heavy handed that you didn't believe it in this story. You know what I mean? Um, like because a lot of the stuff that like Namor says and all that, like you can attribute it to real world things that are going on right now. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't so heavy handed that it didn't make sense for the story. So I enjoyed that. And and it was kind of almost like what freaking they did in Aquaman anyways. <laughs> like the guy just wanted to start war with the entire world. So, mm. I mean, at, at that point, you know. What, um, what can you do uh, another negative i have though is the music you like the music there were certain pieces that even my wife turned to me and it's like this is destroying my eardrums in the theater <laughs> like it got to <laughs> such a high pitch that it was like oh my god <laughs> right 
Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, this is a, it's a great installment in the MCU and it leaves a lot of like many of this phase. It's leaves a lot of, uh, threads for us to follow in the future if they so yeah. choose. And do you, did you see the reported budget of this? I did not. I guess it is roughly million. uh 250 million. See, yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, the first movie was 200. Okay. Uh, so if we double that for marketing, as they say, it's they they need to make about 500 million. Do you know how much it's made? Uh, 600. Yeah, it's already made back its money. Okay. So, Unlike, I was just uh, a guess. So. <laughs> uh, unlike Black Adam, which was a budget of two hundred million uh-huh. and has only made uh, three hundred million. So, <laughs> oof, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's For it's inching movie? closer to four. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, so. in in Black Panther or Black Adam's defense, Black Adam's not as good. <laughs> I, I did watch both in theaters. Um, Black Adam. It's a fun movie. It's a fun action film. Uh, if you like The Rock, yes, watch it. Uh, other than that, I mean, like, just you can really wait for it to come home. But if you do want to see, like, The Rock versus a specific person, probably go out and uh, participate in funding this film. So that they will make that movie where the rock fights this specific but character. Remember, the hierarchy of DC will never be the same. <laughs> oh, um, poor Dwayne. <laughs> so, you know, like, yeah, if you want to see Black Adam, the rock again, fight a specific character actor, you know, in future films potentially you know go out and uh fund this film by paying for it and watching it or just pay for the tickets and don't go and watch it you can- <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know as much as you know they, they might lose a little bit of marketing money on this i think uh james gunn is gonna have plans in the future so oh yeah yeah there's no so, way uh, that they don't do something um and the rock with the star power he has i don't picture them not utilizing him in a future movie period uh especially with i mean the rock is kind of like like uh ryan reynolds you don't really have to market it a whole lot the actors will do it themselves you know Mm -hmm. Like Ryan Reynolds markets his his films and stuff more than the studios do. I feel sometimes, uh, especially like with Deadpool and everything like that, where he just grabbed the suit and did some stupid little videos. It didn't cost them anything really, mm-hmm. and and I feel that sometimes, especially for these comic book films, not to put down comic book films, but for comic book films, they should do that more. Like Captain America should have been out there promoting a Captain America movie in stupid little videos. Like, like you have that. Hey kids, do you like, you know, do you let's talk about blah, blah, blah. That stupid little video that Chris Hemsworth or Chris uh, Evans did in Spider-Man. And they're like, isn't he a terrorist now? (laughs) But like you could have had Chris Evans do a bunch of those just to pitch the damn movie. Like to tell people to go out and watch, you know, watch my new adventure with, you know, Captain or uh, 
Iron Man and blah 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 and cheap little yeah, I things think you get that you could have uh, done. I think you get. Uh, we're starting to see a little bit of that with the MCU now because you get some of the actors who are, you know, just having fun with it. Yeah. Whereas a lot of them were kind of done with it around the time that that started taking off. Yeah, yeah. I, can see I mean, it was it, of the original crew, Chris Hemsworth is the only one who's still very gung ho about these. And he's currently taking a break because, you know, he's got that health scare going on. He's not mm -hmm. sick, uh, regardless of what the clickbait stuff is saying. He's got <laughs> a disease that runs in his family that he has high ability to contract. Right. And that's kind of freaked him out. That's all that's going yeah. on. Well, that's why <laughs> like the whole last Thor movie was nothing but like his family, like yeah. his wife's in there, his other brother's in there, not Liam. Uh, but, <laughs> not Liam. Um, and Liam then had his, his father, time. his son. Uh, yeah. 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 Anyways, um, that was Black Panther oh. Wakanda Forever. Go out and check this film out, guys, if you want like a nice emotional ride for uh, Chadwick, especially great tribute film. Um, but as far as like a uh, MCU film or whatever, basic, I guess, uh, it's on par with most other films. Um, it's the three act structure still that intro though, is probably the best, like cold opening we've oh had in God, MCU for a while. Be prepared for that. You were going have, like, oh, have we had another cold opening in the MCU besides, well, we had the one in yeah. There's been a couple Infinity War, but I don't War. think any as emotionally impactful as this. Well, you had Infinity War, which mm. we got to see where Loki gets killed. Yeah, and then you had Guardians of the Galaxy where Peter's mom dies. Yep. So so every cold opening, someone's <laughs> dead. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, well. So uh, that was the last of our depressing stuff today. Yeah. We want to talk. talk about a, another uh, Marvel thing. The Guardians holiday special. Like, Oops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're yes, not working in tandem. Guardians of the Hol uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special just came out about a week ago now uh, for when this uh, comes out. We I recommend everybody go and watch this. It's fun for me. Tivis, what about you? Just a basic. Oh, 100% recommend. This okay. was a very good cleanser after all of the emotional stuff of Black Panther. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I uh, straight up right away. As soon as this was over, I told my wife, well, it, at least, you know, for all the tragedy and grief and everything we've had in the MCU lately, it was nice to finally watch one MCU product that didn't have that you know yeah it, it was it was nice subtle it's just some friends perfect. wanting to celebrate being friends <laughs> yeah and and it was awesome uh i i enjoyed watching this it was 45 minutes long um nothing too too 50 if you count the credits <laughs> 50 if you count the credits which there's no post-credit scene no, no yes not. there is there's one there's one uh there? one little credit scene yep um I will probably remember it once we start talking about okay. it. Okay. So in this uh, show, the episode, uh, we find that they start off with a uh, animated, which uh, is this the same animation that they used in the Guardians of the Galaxy shorts? It looked a little like I haven't watched that, so I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. The okay. shorts aren't part of this series, though. That was uh, 
another kind thing. of a, uh, uh, I can't remember if it was either a spinoff or a sort of a pilot for the guardians cartoon. Okay. Um, but yeah, it starts out in the animation style, uh, where we see basically, uh, Peter's trying to celebrate Christmas. He's teaching the aliens. He's teaching Yondu and what's the other guy's name, uh, played by, uh, the other gun brother. Um, I'll tell you in a second. I forget his name. Uh, uh, James Gunn's brother. <laughs> Is it Ryan Gunn? No. No, it's Sean. Sean and Gunn. he okay. plays uh, uh, Craglin. Craglin, yes. Uh, and it, also the motion capture for Rocket Raccoon yeah, still. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Peter's trying to teach them about Christmas and Yandu's pissed off. He's like, nobody's celebrating it's Christmas. I hate Christmas, blah, blah, blah. This is all animated too, which was kind of mm. interesting uh, way to start it um, and finish it. And it was nice to see Yondu again, even oh, in this version. We should also say spoilers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, just in case. Um, but go out and watch it. It's on Disney Plus. Uh, and yeah, so we get that. And then we go into live action where uh, Sean Gunn is there talking to them about talking to uh, Drax and Mantis. And I believe uh, Nebula is there as well. Yeah, Nebula is around. She's not much for conversation in this at all. No, no. I'm pretty sure she was busy, so they didn't have her really. They just probably had her show up one day and did all of her parts. Uh, Karen. Yeah, probably. She's got a lot of stuff going on Um, recently. Because even even, uh, uh, Star-Lord, Chris Pratt, isn't really heavily in this because, you Mm. know, it's mostly a Drax and Mantis um, uh, esque show, and then the CG yeah. characters, of course. So and we find out immediately, that, you know, after this story of Yandu, like, hey, Christmas, no, fuck you, Ravagers, we fight for what we want. Yeah. Uh, everyone's like, oh, that's real sad. And Drax is like, people survived. I don't like stories. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, but it, it, this is where we basically set off the show where like they're going to try and why are they doing this though? Set up for uh oh this is where we get the the reveal from Mantis mm-hmm. to Drax that yep. she is Peter's sister. And uh, he doesn't care. He's more concerned she ate all the snacks. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, she's just like I want him. I want. Uh, I feel because he's like my brother. I should do something nice for him. You know. Uh, we find out she's like the daughter of Ego as Ego. well. Um, which uh, I don't know if it was you or somebody was talking to me about it, and they said that doesn't make sense because Ego killed all of his kids. And to them, I replied, it does make sense because Ego kills all of the people that didn't have the power to do anything for him. He kept mm-hmm. her alive because if we remember in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, she helps put Ego to sleep. She gives him mm-hmm. rest. She she takes care of him in those ways. So he basically used her for her powers that she had to uh, help himself. That is yeah. why for those people out there questioning that, that is why for me anyways, I feel that she was still alive and not killed. We also forgot to mention that my favorite Guardians member is finally on screen. Cosmo 
the cosmonaut dog. Cosmo. <laughs> and he's got his psychic powers. Yes, he does. And talking and everything. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Do we get a movie where Cosmo. Oh, it's a she in this one. Apparently. Yeah, it's a she. Uh, do we okay. get a movie where Cosmo, Rocket, and Howard the Duck all team up? <laughs> I guess you can toss I would Groot be in down. there. That would be awesome. <laughs> what, we, whatever happened to Howard? We last saw him at the the bar in the second Guardians movie. He was in Endgame. Uh, well, yeah, okay. There was a cameo if we want to count that as actually happening. And then he was in. He was in uh, the 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 fucking uh, Thor movie as a cameo. Was he? I missed that. I think that's where he was in the bar. No, because he was definitely at the bar that the the old Ravagers are at in the second okay. Guardians. Well, I believe he, I I think that he was in uh, Thor, the last Thor, Love and Thunder. I will double check that, but you can talk. Okay, uh, yeah. So they're like, we gotta make this up because you know he misses home. He's lost pretty much all of his family. He's lost his, the love, you know, of Gamora. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's kind of in a rut. So like, well, what can we do to make him happy? Let's do this human holiday that's coming up. And we're going to bring him the hero that he's always talking about of Earth. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Which, I saw an interview with Kevin Bacon. So what's it like playing yourself in the MCU? And he's like, it's kind of like an out of body experience. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I was, dude, Kevin Bacon's awesome. Dude, tremors for life. <laughs> right. I was uh, uh, talking to the family because we were all watching this together. And they're like, how did Kevin Bacon get like famous? I was like, they're like, I don't remember what Kevin Bacon was in. This is like my wife and her father. I was like, and her father's a Tremors fan. I was like, Tremors? Like, he, he's in the first Tremors. And he's like, is he? I was like, yeah. And I was like, also Footloose. Like, that's like where most people know him from. Um, also, girls, ladies out there, if you watch Wild Things uh, with uh, Kevin Bacon in it, you get to see his schlong. It's long, <laughs> for real. I surprised my wife with that one. I didn't show her. I just said, oh yeah, he was. Uh, you get to see his shit in that one. She's like, really? He did that? And I was like, yeah. Yep, he did. <laughs> um, I forgot he was in Friday the Thirteenth, and we watched that movie. Yeah, Friday Thirteenth. He uh, he plays, uh, and it was funny because he was in this movie. They actually say what happens to him in that movie, um, <laughs> and and I was like saying it right before he did, and then I just got the look from everybody on the couch. I was like, like "What? <laughs> I remember shit." <laughs> oh yeah because <laughs> i didn't th- think they were gonna actually say w- what happened to him i just heard them say friday the 13th i was like oh yeah he got stabbed through the neck from under the bed <laughs> and they just all looked at me i was like it was funny <laughs> oh, oh man. yeah this is just a by the way groot's new i don't know what stage of adolescence he's at but he's fucking weird looking <laughs> yeah uh he he it's weird because like they took him from baby Groot to, to teenage Groot teenage Groot now, he's now like, he has like Arnold's <clears throat> body and fucking baby Groot's face 
Yeah, I was gonna say, did they have Vin do the mocap this time or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um uh yeah, I don't know where where uh what what he what what stage of life he's supposed to be in. It it looks weird. He's getting closer to being a, maybe this is his puberty where he goes through weird changes. No, because in 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 Endgame, yeah, he, no, I know he was no, a teenager. In Infinity but. War, he was a teenager going through puberty because he had like the the cracking voice. He was like, "I am Groot." Yeah, and maybe. shit like that. I don't. Know, this is. And he's like, I am Groot. He basically <laughs> looks like a football player with a tiny head. He does. He looks. It's it American was a football. weird choice, but guess what? People are going to remember it. That's all that <laughs> and matters. And they do. And that's it. Um, uh, hopefully, they don't change it. I hope that Disney does not go back in there and like change it up or anything. I, I like it. It's it not. I it's it's unpleasant on the eyes. It catches you, and you're really just thrown off by it. So I I enjoyed that. <laughs> That that tweet I sent you from the uh, an Australian comedian uh, uh-huh. Joel Dusher. <laughs> Most surprising thing about the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special is how fucked up Groot looks now. They made him <laughs> fuck ugly. Straight up looks like a freak. <laughs> Leave him in space. I don't want to look at him anymore. <laughs> uh, we also find out that the Guardians apparently bought nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, they destroyed it, so. <laughs> <laughs> so they still. I wonder if they got it real cheap from the collector then. <laughs> The collector died. Well, they didn't said they he? bought oh, no, it from no, the collector. He didn't, he didn't die. He was still at the end. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we need him and his brother from uh, Jeff Goldblum to meet because. Right. That would be. I think Jeff Goldblum got eaten to death though, <laughs> because they show him at the end of the movie and they're all about to like kill him. I mean, maybe he was living with Daryl last I saw. Uh, Thor's rebate. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. All right, back to the special. <laughs> yeah. Did you well, find whatever you were looking up? I forgot what I, you were I looking up. I couldn't find anything about him in the Thor, but the last appearance that it looks like we saw of him of Howard the Duck was uh, in What If. Oh yeah, he was in one of those. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I swear that he was in like one of the Thor movies. Maybe it was Ragnarok. I don't recall now. Um, but yeah. Are you sure you just don't think it was because the Thors look like Guardians movies now? Yeah, they're all the same. Yeah. But right. uh, I, I love how <laughs> Drax and Mantis on Earth uh, with down walking around Hollywood, the people think it's like, God of War. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, it's nice too because after we we were finally he able beats to the shit out of that robot guy. Yeah, he does. Uh, we were finally able to open up the the door though for these characters to just walk around and stuff on Earth mm-hmm. because of Endgame, which was nice. Um, that I wonder really... um how much that was them actually walking through actually you know random people instead of booking the street. Uh. I could see that it was booked for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're the movie guy, so I trust you. I, I don't think that they would do that. Uh, and 
and, and sometimes it sounds like something James would do to me, but but the the thing is, you would want specific costumes, and mm-hmm. you would want them to look somewhat good looking like sometimes the people out there over by the Chinese theater don't <laughs> uh, well, I meant when they were taking like selfies and stuff with the crowd not oh, so much yeah, yeah. that uh, no because you still have to get rights to put them in the movie and shit like that um, yeah that's true but the Chinese theater is back and uh, up and running since Iron Man 3 yeah they, blew they rebuilt that thing it. the fuck up <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I was like they how is that there? And Nikki's like, well, it has been like at least five years. I was like, oh yeah. Okay. I'll give him that. <laughs> Whatever. I wonder if Tony helped pay for the Chinese theater to get put back up. If he's like I an art lover. <sighs> and he got his own uh, prints put out there in front of it just for the hell of it. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway. Moving along. Um, yeah. So Drax and uh, Mantis are out. Uh, looking for the great hero Kevin Bacon, um, and then they go and get drunk in a bar. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they get a ton of cash too. Yeah, they do. I do. I straight up thought they were walking into a gay bar. <laughs> like I thought that was going to be I the thing. I thought so too. Because like the way the guys were looking at Drax, I was like, the one guy hitting yeah. on him. <laughs> right. That's what I was thinking. Um, and then they end up outside. And uh, then there's like a lady with uh, maps. Yeah. Oh, this is a little fucked up. <laughs> star, the map stars, star maps or whatever. And they, she wants $40, the $40 for this damn map to, to celebrity these houses. Um, and Mantis is like, well, I don't have any more money. And then she just like grabs the girl and is like, you want to give me the map? And then she grabs her again. And she's like, "You want to give me all your money?" Too? Yeah. <laughs> and then I think That's this is like up. the the first time we've seen her use her power like this in this way. Yeah. Usually, it was it's like a little sleeping. terrifying to watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is cool because maybe the, that's going to come into play in the next movie. So they wanted to set it up a little bit more for us. Maybe, yeah. Uh, and then she, or they go and find Kevin Bacon's house. He won't let them in. So she's like, uh, why don't you just try and throw me over? And before she's finished, Drax just grabs her and tosses her ass over the fence. Which and she's find pissed out, off. We find out in literally 10 minutes. She could have just jumped at herself, but she's so drunk. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So throw me when I'm ready. Dude, she, she gets angry with Drax in this movie. Yeah, she shows a lot of more emotions in this one than she did in the the previous movie, anyways. Um, that we've seen her in. So, I mean, more character building, I guess, for Mantis because we didn't have a lot in the movie that we saw her in, mm-hmm. and then everything else has just been like little quick clips and here and there for uh, Infinity War and Endgame clips and Thor and all that shit. So, makes a little more sense. Uh, yeah. To build her character up. And then we get. Um, they go into Kevin Bacon's house. And. Uh, they scare the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. they do. First they're at his uh, gate. <laughs> they're like. Hey, we need you. He's like, yeah, I didn't know. You're a couple of drunk weirdos at my gate. All right. I mm. guess I'm you know, probably used to dealing with this. Yeah. So he shuts off his thing so he doesn't hear the doorbell anymore. 
Then they're at his front door. By the way, Drax steals one of his elves and she takes yeah. uh, Mantis takes a candy cane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To, oh my God. We're getting a uh, man. Did you see what, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but I watched it a few years ago uh, on a live stream um, for people and stuff. Uh, Kevin Bacon was watching uh, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians on TV. And uh, that's an awesome movie. Go watch it. I was wondering why you were posting about that. Actually, (laughs) I posted about it. And then someone commented and was like, dude, not going to say who's watching it, but someone's watching this in the Guardian special. And I was like, are you serious? That's awesome. Because I didn't know that. <laughs> that is a coincidence right there. <laughs> it was. It was. So it's like, awesome. Cool. Yeah, because I, I was like, this is like one, uh, like a Christmas movie I enjoy. That's an older public domain movie. So you can watch it wherever, whenever and share it and all that. Mm-hmm. And I shared it. And then they were just like, yeah, dude, that's in the Guardians of the Galaxy special. It's like well shit now everyone's gonna think i shared it because of that (laughs) so i had to then share a video of me watching it like back in 2018 to prove that's not the reason i shared it (laughs) anyway yeah so yeah they get to their front they're like read a story he's like oh my god i'm going to have to call the cops these people over hopped or climbed my fence (laughs) yeah yeah and he tries to call the cops uh he does call the cops actually bust through the window <laughs> um yeah and uh he ch- they chase him out uh drax had picked up an elf man uh blow up mm-hmm. elf guy or whatnot he lost it in the house uh and she has a candy cane that she picked up out of his jar she's like they're here they must be for us for free to take <laughs> yeah. can uh, i just say them chasing him through the house was like mantis crawling on the walls and stuff right freaky she's terrifying in this special yeah yeah she uh they're definitely showing her um her character for sure uh she's no longer scared or anything like that of like ego so that's awesome yeah Uh, yeah she's broken out of her uh funk or whatever it was right Uh, but kevin eventually gets out of the house and as they're getting ready to chase him down drax is like i lost my funny man yeah and she's like well you can either Go and get him, uh, get Mr. Bacon with me right now to make uh, your friend, to make your friend happy <laughs> or, or you can go get your funny man. And, and which is pauses, more important. <laughs> pauses for so long. And then he's like, I want my I funny, want funny man. man. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the funny man. Uh, and then they, uh, run off and go get bacon anyways. Uh, and, um, yeah, the cops show the, up. <laughs> the cops really do show up. Uh, Mantis oh like takes them mostly all down single handedly by putting them to sleep, and then Drax almost kills two of them. And she's like, "What the fuck?" It's like, "What are you doing? You're not supposed to kill anybody." It's, <laughs> it's like, like, "Well, no she, one explained anything to me." <laughs> she gave him the candy cane so that they're even now. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if this is like the. This is probably only the second or third time that Drax has been on Earth, right? Yeah, uh, probably second, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was at uh, Tony's funeral, too, so. I don't know if they Yeah, but that was because they were there from Endgame, so it was his first visit. Okay. Um, And then 
they get bacon and they were like, you're just going to come with us. <laughs> like That's it. And she puts yeah, him in a trance. You want to come with us. He's like, where are we going? <laughs> right. And they get on the ship and then they start realizing that uh, Kevin Bacon. I'll oh, go on. I like how he's just looking around with like the goofiest fucking face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They they realize he's an actor and they hate actors. Oh my God. He's an actor. Ugh. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's funny. And then she like grabs him and is like, you need to pretend that you're a real hero. <laughs> so then he's, uh, a British uh, soldier in World War Two, and she's like, "No, no, no, just just your normal voice." Yeah. Oh man! And then they get back, <laughs> and uh, they did raid a a, uh, a store, a uh, Christmas store. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. They raided the Christmas ship store. Is full of. So they get back to um, nowhere, and uh, they. They get it all set up without Peter being suspicious, but yep. he notices Groot staring at him and running away. <laughs> yeah. I think that was done on purpose. I think that was supposed to get his attention. Probably. Or he there. was watching so that they know when he leaves wherever he was. I right. don't know if it was a bar or a restaurant, but. <laughs> right. Uh, Peter comes out and finds all these dope ass Christmas lights everywhere. It's starting to look like, you know, the Santa Claus village in, uh, the Santa Claus. Yeah, they're like lighting him up bit by bit as yeah. he's walking through the town. And the look, oh man, like Peter needed a win at this point. Like we talk about loss with this phase of the MCU. This mm. guy has lost so much, like uh, as much as Thor, yeah. pretty much. Oh, speaking of, sorry to go back to Black Panther, but my wife was like, now she, <laughs> my wife, I'm sorry. It's funny. After the movie was over, my wife was like, well, now she knows how Thor feels. No. <laughs> I was oh. like, oh shit, babe. Because <laughs> she lost her dad, her brother, her mom. Her mom. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, uh, and Thor lost, you know, his everyone his mom, his dad, his brother, his, his half love. his people, his love. Uh, his hammer, <laughs> his eye. <laughs> yep. Uh, Thor has lost the most. Um, but yeah, Peter is second closest to losing the most. He he lost no. his mother as a child. He lost. Uh, he killed his, his father, father figure. Yeah, he, he killed his dad. He, he his killed his dad. Figure, he lost his, his father love. figure. He lost his love. Um, and her replacement clearly doesn't like him. <laughs> yeah. Yet. Ooh, I wonder if Mantis will like just touch her and be like, you will remember everything from I this other universe. I hope not. <laughs> Do like a Martian Manhunter thing on there. <laughs> now you remember everything I, from I, another timeline. <laughs> Doesn't make sense, CW. Shut the fuck up. Anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy. How they're such cool. Rest in peace, CW. <sighs> what the fuck, CW? you're gonna have to play that one final time when it eventually all ends with flash <laughs> all right um but yeah so peter gets to see all these really cool lights and then randomly he sees a package being wheeled out on a yeah, dolly everyone comes out like hey it group wheels a pack a box out <laughs> 
He's he's so excited until it starts wiggling, and then he gets a little yeah. concerned, and then he hears a voice saying, "I'm gonna pass out. There's no air holes." Yeah, and he gets real concerned. Very concerned, um, and and it's very uh, awkward. Uh, he starts to rush over and open it up really fast. <laughs> yeah. And Kevin pops out, and he's, hey, you know. At, at first, Peter's like happy, and then he's like, "Wait a minute, did you use your powers on him?" Yeah, <laughs> she's, he's like, uh, "Undo it now." <laughs> was this before or after he had the altercation with Groot? Where Groot's like, "I knew it was a bad idea." He's like, "I saw you wheel the box out." <laughs> uh, that was um, right. That uh, that was before he he told her to <laughs> undo it, and then he's like, "I knew it was a bad idea." Uh, this group right here. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's so weird looking, especially cause he has his yeah. bow on his hair too. And her head there here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, he tries to get them to, uh, redo, undo it. They undo it. And then he's like, all right, now don't freak out. And then he just freaks out and runs. He's, yeah, like, he's like, you're not going to freak out. You're not going to run. No. Okay, cool. Then he bolts. Yeah. And then uh, um, Nebula's like grabbing their gun. He's like, no, we're not going to kill him. And he's like, all right, I'll get, go get him. Go get bacon. And then she's going, he's like, don't kill him. (laughs) Oh, Nebula. And then uh, they end up getting him back and uh, he starts to realize what's going on, I guess. Well, uh, Craglin is, yeah, he's, getting ready to take him back home yeah and he's like you know we got you because you know peter's been all depressed lately and we're just trying to restore the meaning of christmas and kevin's like he gets a call from his wife you get how you get cell service Eh, you know we get about a measly four million light years yeah yeah so he's yeah i'm gonna be a little late (laughs) (laughs) i have to help some friends out here uh and then i'll be home Oh, yes. and then he goes back and he, you know, helps him out and, you know, it sings a song, sings a song, which we also before they even go to get Kevin Bacon, the band oh, sings yeah, a dude. song. And it's very it, it, it like I want to own that. song. It, it talks about Christmas and it's like we don't fucking get it. Basically, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> like the whole mythology and everything. Uh or the whole lore and stuff of uh, Santa and everything else. There's just like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> that was great. And he's like, and you just got these uh, instruments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you're lying there. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Kevin Bacon sings his song, which uh, Kevin Bacon, I believe actually sung the song sounded a lot like his voice. Oh, that's cool. Um, it's not I could the first be mistaken, time they had but, someone. Yeah. Um, who did they have singing for the first or the second Guardians movie. Um uh he he was uh Dick Fury. Oh, um um I can't believe Baywatch. Shit. What's his name? Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up, aren't I? Yeah, I, I'm blanking on his name Guardians at the moment. Two music video. Yeah, I don't recall. You're going to say his name. I'm going to be like, yep, that's it. Hasselhoff. Yeah, Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. There we go. Uh, 
so yeah, uh, it was fun to see that. And then uh, he goes home and, and then they're like, well, why'd you decide that you need to do this in the first place? And they're telling him, you know, well, he, he told us about the story about how Yandu ruined Christmas for you, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, well, that wasn't the whole story. And uh, yeah. then we go back to cartoon where Yandu digs through the garbage and finds his, his present. Gift. And Which, it's oh, the... Dude, uh, this one hit me. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, it was the the birdie thing or like the bobblehead type thing that he always had on yeah, his, his dash. Little, his first miniature. Yeah, that he always took with him too. Whenever his ship got, you know, his ship got destroyed and stuff in the first movie and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Peter opens up his present from Yandu that Yandu gives him, and it's his uh, blasters that he's had the entire time, which is awesome <laughs> to see. Um, yeah, and uh, then we end the film. Oh no! And then Mantis is like, "Well, you know." I'm your sister. And he's like, dude, that's the best. That's the best Christmas yeah, present. He's ever. got family. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's super happy and stuff. And, and this is where I was, this is when I told Nikki, I was like, see, everybody's losing somebody in the MC right now. And he finally gained a family member. Not like the guardians are his family. This isn't setting us like, up for a sad final movie from oh, James Gunn here. Oh no. Yeah. I totally said that. Like, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, he finally got a sister. Like, he's getting something. I was like, yeah, until the next movie and she dies. <laughs> and she's like, shut up. And I was like, it's going to happen. You know it, right? Like, you can't. Superheroes aren't allowed to have family in the MCU. It's just not allowed. Dude, I have to say, I am loving these one, uh, bringing back the one shots. I know they're not calling them one shots, but they yeah. might as well. Uh, these these special stories, the. Uh, uh, the werewolf by night and the this holiday one. specials. Yes, the special presentations. Yeah, <laughs> special presentations. Um, um, but we do get the, one more shot in this uh, real quick. Uh, oh yeah, where scene. they're decorating Groot. <laughs> they're decorating Groot, and then he like drops his arms down, and Rocket's <laughs> like, "Well, you ruined Christmas. Now we're gonna have to do another special." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and Kevin Bacon did mention that he'll be back for Easter, so. Maybe we'll get yep. Guardians of the Galaxy Easter uh, one. Um, I highly doubt it because uh, their movie will be out by then, won't it? Yeah, maybe. And we don't know what kind of does he have exclusivity deal with or non-compete with Warner Brothers now? Who? James Gunn. No. Can't. He still has a movie with uh, Disney to do. Well, I mean, that might be part of the like he finishes that movie and then he's strictly. No, I'm sure James Gunn did not sign a non-compete. Come on now, (laughs) because he's only just partially running. There's going to be tons of movies that he's going to have to do that aren't going to be DC movies, you know. Yeah. Or Marvel movies. So if he signed a non-compete, then he would have to do all of his movies through Warner Brothers, which means they would have to green light any movie he wanted to do that wasn't a comic book movie. Yeah, all and, right. and that would be a stupid uh, a deal to sign unless Warner Brothers guaranteed to greenlight every movie that he wants to do. And I highly doubt they're going to do that. <laughs> Plus, I think he has his own production company, so there's automatically a non-compete or there's yeah. already a compete right there. So, yeah, maybe it's just no Disney films. Maybe. Uh, but I don't think so. I don't. I think that you can do that stuff now back and forth a lot easier. Because um, they did it with uh, what's his face with Star Wars and Star Trek. Like he went back and forth. J- uh, JJ. 
J.J. Abrams, yeah. Which he's working with, or was working with DC. I don't know if he still is now. I don't know. Uh, reportedly, <clears throat> that's all scrapped. But yeah, uh, you know, I, I had a lot of fun with it. Like this was so good. It was mm. nice, and uh, uh, you know, especially after we just saw uh, Black Panther and yeah. was dealing with all that heavy, you know, uh, emotions. Yeah, it was nice to see something where. You know, you weren't crying because you were, excuse me, because you were sad. sad. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, it was awesome to see. And uh, I am buying the soundtrack to this. Yeah. Full on when it comes out. I, I hope that uh they they're smart and they release all these things on like Blu-ray or something too, like the specials and the TV shows that they're doing. Like, come well, on, we Disney. still don't we, have we WandaVision, so I'm not holding my breath. I, I want these, Disney. Disney. If I you, want them. To, yes. If you want it. <laughs> I'm still going to keep Disney Plus. You want more of my money? Right. <laughs> right. Because how long until they decide, oh, we're going to pull this or we're going to pull this or we're going to pull this one? I mean, we already had that scare with the fucking uh, PG filter uh, malfunctioning yeah. and overriding. Uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ingenious yeah. idea, by the way. Uh, terrible thing to go wrong. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I enjoyed this. Oh, geez. Sorry. That was really loud. I, I enjoyed this film or this short, this 45 minute episode of Guardians of the Galaxy. I can't wait to see Guardians 2, dude. I really can't. Three. Guardians three, yes. Guardians, I know. Movie I two. love this. That? I this was. I've said it before, but Guardians was the movie I thought was gonna fail because I didn't know who these characters were, and now they're my favorite team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's one of those be, because they're all like, you, <sighs> dude. They tried to do a team up movie with the Eternals, and it didn't do good. Um, and. and you have to have the right to be fair. They did a better justice league though. Yes. They... <laughs> um, but you have to have the right people. I believe not just behind the scenes, but on in the film working mm-hmm. on these team up movies to make them work where, cause like, and I'm not talking like an Avengers film where each one of them had their own setup movie already. And then they came together. But like if you're just jumping into a team like say a Fantastic Four, you have to have the right actors and the right director, the right people like writing it and everything for it to work very well. Um, unfortunately, like I mean, I, I like the Zack Snyder Justice League cut. It's really long. I like it mainly for specific reasons, but story wise and shit, that movie could have been a lot better the wiener yes i love the wiener you know it seems like something that fucking ezra miller would do in real life too <laughs> and now oh god that wasn't meant to be like a gay joke either i meant it like just being weird with the wiener by the girl's face i know what you meant <laughs> okay well i'm just saying i'm pointing out there because some people would be like oh you talk about blah, blah, blah. uh anyway no uh they're fucking weird uh <laughs> Um, you haven't heard much about Ezra lately, so you know maybe Good. uh Warner Bro- WBD the discovery part of it probably shut him up and was like, hey, you know, stop uh stop doing or saying anything. 
you're becoming our Kanye and we don't want that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. Anyways, I, uh, I enjoyed it and, uh, I hope that everyone else out there enjoyed it. Let us know what you thought of guardians of the galaxy, the holiday special. Um, because we, I assume both really enjoyed it. Um, and we want to hear your guys' thoughts. So let us know like on social media, email us at uh, operation outlook.com or, you know, in the comments on uh, YouTube there. Uh, and um, same with Wakanda forever. Let us know your thoughts on Wakanda forever. Too. Yeah. So I actually saw another movie that I want to talk about briefly. Okay. Uh, it's brand new. Came out in September on Netflix called a uh, do revenge. <laughs> Uh, my wife decided to put this on and uh, it's a movie. Anything with Maya Hawk, I'll watch. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's it's kind of interesting. The premise, uh, not Maya Hawk uh, had uh, her uh, scantily photos that she sent to her boyfriend leaked. Oh, yeah, uh, I remember this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Maya Hawk had herself outed, so they want revenge. So they decide to get revenge on the people who wronged them. Yeah. And it, it's got some interesting twists and stuff, and it's got uh, like an interesting cast, like uh, uh, Rish, Rish Shah from uh, uh, the one dude from Miss Marvel's in it. The clandestine son. Okay. All right, yeah. Uh, also Austin Abrams, he's, you know, walking dead and, uh, euphoria. If you watch that one, nope, uh, yeah, I don't so need to see got, a bunch. I don't watch euphoria cause I don't care about watching a bunch of kids doing drugs and having sex. <laughs> well, then you may not want to watch this one. <laughs> Although they're like a uh, senior year of high school going into college. So they, I don't know. Uh, but it's actually directed and part written by the person who did space jam, a new legacy. So, uh, <laughs> Oof. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's just a little something we watched that I thought I'd throw out there. All right. Um, I did watch uh another film uh recently. Last night I went and watched Glass Onion, the sequel, somewhat sequel to um uh Knives, Knives out. out. Yes. Uh Mistake should have been called Spoons In. It was a fun movie. It, it wasn't like nothing spectacular, but it was a fun movie. Uh, that will be on Netflix on the 23rd of December. So if you guys have Netflix, just watch it there. Um, nothing super impressive. They have fucking Ethan Hawke shows up for like five seconds. And I was like, you wasted like the best actor, dude. Like, Come on. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that that was a fun movie. I went and watched that last night. And then I got home last night and, and that was a two hour and 20 minute movie, by the way. And I got home last night and my wife had just started another two hour and 20 minute movie called um, the school, the school for good and evil is what it was okay. on Netflix. And uh, I think it's on Netflix. And that was oh, actually, I remember seeing ads for this. Yeah, that was actually a pretty good movie. I, I thought that they did a great job without spoiling anything. I thought they did a good job of showing good evil and true evil. You know what I mean? So you have like the gray yeah. area, but then there is like true evil and shit. So I thought that it would it did a really good job of of 
doing that story where a lot of them are trying to just do, oh, there's a gray area between all of this, but then there's also true evil out there. And I feel that especially I told I said this to my wife last night. I was like, because I know there's a lot of films like this that come out and you get a lot of protest or whatnot from uh, the Christian uh, side of, of things. I feel if Christians are watching this film, like the ones that complain about films, if they're watching this film and they have to complain about it, they're not understanding what the film is saying. I would say, uh, from my point, from what I gathered from it anyways. So yeah, yeah, yeah well, we, we both kind of watched a movie that I thought was like, we don't, we don't have to get into Disenchanted. this. Disenchanted. It, yes. it was kind of interesting because it actually has, you know, something I've never seen before the uh-huh. evil stepmom versus the evil queen yeah. kind of dynamic. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was fun. Um, it reminded me a little too much of, uh uh what was it the um the 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 kids the descendants in style i haven't seen i haven't seen enchanted either so i went into this one completely blind no my wife watched it without me uh enchanted is so much better like i i thought it was a better film overall anyways um i was making fun of this relentlessly so yeah well, the first one is is still has some of the same elements, but it's not as heavy handed as this one is with like the fairy tale stuff necessarily, I guess. Mm-hmm. So um, I yeah, do my like wife said seeing the first one was better. I, I love seeing that uh, I've watched like four or five things new lately with um, oh, was his name Marsden, James Marsden. Mm-hmm. Cause from Sonic and shit, and then he's in Disenchanted. Yeah, and Cyclops. Cyclops. Well, he's also in a TV show that we're finishing up the th- the final season of, which is um. Oh, it's the Christina Applegate one. I forget what it's called, but we watch it every night. The Light Dead to me. Oh, what is it called? Uh, what the fuck is it called, Dennis? Dead to me, um, dead to me on Netflix as well. He's in that uh, show. He was in something else I watched too, besides this and that. Oh, what was it? I don't recall. Anyways, um, but he 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 was in a bunch of stuff recently, and I love seeing that because you know after his X Men days. He really didn't do a lot, but like I feel Sonic has pushed him back up into doing a bunch more stuff now. Um, yeah, so that was pretty cool to to see him in there. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, it is. Uh, you know, it was all right. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of interesting stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm real glad you told reminded me about the Guardians movie because uh, uh, we had actually just started watching this thing that we're going to mention. Yes, uh, I have not watched started watching this yet. Um, but as far as our Christmas episode coming out next, our next episode is going to be our Christmas episode, guys. Uh, just so everybody knows that um, it will come out before Christmas, of course. Uh, we are going to talk about the entire Santa Claus franchise, uh, Tim Allen's Santa Claus franchise. Um, 
So all three movies, including what, Tivis? The Santa Claus is the brand new show. The brand new show on Disney Plus. Dude, everything's on Disney and Netflix right now. <laughs> that I've been watching. Um, yeah, so we're going to watch the Santa Clauses uh, and then also discuss the entire franchise moving through the entire show and the first three films as well. Uh, Tim Allen, the one true Santa Claus uh, and uh, still Kringle and ready to jingle as the tagline says on the poster here. <laughs> uh, oh, dude, you are going to love that. We're, we've watched all three episodes out right now. Yes, it's six episodes long, correct? Uh, it's going to go to the 14th, so I guess so. Okay. But episode four is out this week. So, yeah, yeah. So, right. Yeah, six episodes. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, we'll definitely be diving into that. And it's awesome because I watch all three of the other ones every year. Um, and uh, I'll probably watch those and then lead into this. So, let's see how how well it works out that way. I'm very excited that Tim extremely Allen, well. Yeah. I'm very excited uh, that Tim Allen got the, the chance to come back one last time and don the suit and, and was, do what he's doing. Actually, uh, apparently like from an interview that I just read, uh, he had quite a bit of input in this. So that's awesome. Uh, and of the stuff I saw, they do a fantastic job of, they don't I have not seen any retcons or anything. They haven't forgotten just conveniently anything that has happened in the previous okay. films. So cool. cool. It, it is a true continuation. Awesome. Um, I I do hope that it ends very well uh, with Tim Allen being behind it. Like I, I'm I'm happy to hear that because I know I don't know how he, much like, he was involved right, right. with the creativity but he still had input so okay well he probably was uh, like yeah we didn't do that in the last one or you know these things here uh, he said he wanted to tackle things that he felt were never addressed okay okay sounds good um and i'm sure everybody comes back uh eventually in each episode or throughout the season i should say um yeah, it does say hope. it does say season on on there so i wonder if they're going to continue it uh without him afterwards i hope i Maybe. hope not i hope i hope this isn't like one of those uh reboot passing of the torch yeah thing like where they do the requels where it's like a reboot sequel like it's a sequel but it's also rebooting the franchise with a new person like i would hate like like I wouldn't whole. hate it, honestly, but I won't watch anything else once Tim Allen's out. Let's just say that. Like, I'm not going to do it. It's like I didn't w go and watch Buzz Lightyear when Tim Allen wasn't doing the voice. Oh, dude, that was a good movie. Was it? I don't oh, really Oh, yeah, that's care. a great sci-fi movie. Oh, call it something else then, please. Um, I, I haven't watched it. I might end up watching it if the kids decide to, but yeah, other than that, I probably won't. It's so good. But as far as the Santa Claus uh, franchise goes, I probably won't watch if they continue it with someone else. It depends if it keeps being good. Tim Allen is my Santa. Hashtag not my Santa. 
Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I would love to see him go and do uh, like a Halloween thing too, because he was always great at doing like the Halloween shit in um, Home Improvement. Yeah. So I, I would like. I to liked see the that. first Halloween special of uh, Last Man Standing too. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was yeah. funny though because in Last Man Standing he wasn't a big. Um, was it Christmas or Halloween? One of the two he didn't really care for the character anyways. It's been so I, I only made it to the Halloween episode and that's only like four or five in. So, hmm. so there's this movie that he did, uh, back in 2017. And I watched it. I believe it's on Netflix. Um, might need to double check it. It's an hour and a half long, not too long. And it's called El Camino Christmas. And he's in there and <laughs> I watched it because I was like, Tim Allen, a Christmas movie. Let's watch it. I didn't know anything about it. Oh, boy. He plays it drunk the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. OK. Uh, it does have Kurtwood Smith in it, of course, too. Uh, Dax Shepard um, and a bunch of others. But yeah, he's he's in there. And uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's in it as well. Um, so it's got a really good cast. I, I can't take that away from it. Jessica Alba. You know, but yeah, Tim Allen's uh, plays a drunk in the the movie, and it's it's actually a pretty good movie. Um, so I suggest everyone go and watch that too. Yeah, El Camino Christmas. I think probably the worst, the 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 uh, weakest actor in it would probably be Dax Shepard. Oh, really? Yeah, and he's not like a horrible actor. So I would say that he's probably the weakest one of the bunch that I can recall. Oh, so you're saying that it was really well done. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, other than that, guys, uh, like I said, we'll be doing the whole Santa Claus franchise yeah. for Christmas. Uh, this year, we decided not to do one movie each um, because this show came out and and it's the final frontier. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the final it's go. appearing like the last hurrah for tim allen yeah for for it, this character i he's, feel like he's been on that tour for a while with the last season of last man standing yeah. again i haven't seen it but it looked like a giant tribute to his career yeah um and now this yeah yeah i can see that do we get a jungle to jungle uh sequel as well? Yes, I'm down for that. <laughs> uh, if people haven't watched that, that's a fun movie. Yeah. <laughs> Man, he used to do so much with Disney, and then like like you know, I, I remember when um he talked about Last Man Standing when it first got canceled on ABC. He was really bummed because he's had such a good relationship with Disney for his entire career. And it just takes the wrong person in charge of programming. Right. Ow, son of a Because Because he did like those. I mean, Buzz Lightyear, uh, you know, throughout the, the, the Toy Story films anyways. Um, yeah. He did so much with Disney and it's it, it was crazy to see that. And that, I felt bad for him. And I'm, I'm kind of glad that they have given the opportunity to come back and do this Santa Claus one with him um, because, you know, I I think that he also like, I mean, granted the, the show was kind of like they, they were only on like one original daughter by the time the show ended for last man standing <laughs> the second time it ended. So I understand why it ended that way. 
uh, that time because it was like, yeah, you kind of only have one original daughter. The daughter you brought in to replace the other daughter that left looks nothing like her. So <laughs> every time they replaced the daughter, they didn't look anything like them. Um, but yeah, so I understand that. But I also know that that was also around the same time that Disney bought Fox, too. So I was kind of like, oh, I hope it wasn't like a bad taste for him in his mouth, you know. Um, but since he's going around and doing sequels and stuff, Wild Hogs 2, maybe? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of old dudes out there that that movie could be made with. So, um, My grandpa yeah. loved that movie. <laughs> Or Christmas uh, with the Cranks too. Ooh, hey. that's a good Christmas movie too. Or with, uh, let's Tim get Allen. the fucking uh, Galaxy Quest moon. Fuck yes, please. Not like, dude. I would love them to just do the show. They've been doing, trying to get it for so long now. Just do it. Just fucking make it. They're gonna make. Well, it it sucks too because you know. Um, like so many of them are just old. <laughs> some uh, of them are no longer with us. Yeah, some of them are no longer with us. But like, I don't know if Sigourney Weaver is Sigourney Weaver still acting. I know Alan uh, Rickman passed away um, um, a few years I, ago. The last thing I can think of that she was in was Defenders. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but you have her. You oh, sh- sh- is she going to be in the new Avatar? No, she died, didn't she? Oh, she was in Ghostbusters. I couldn't tell you. The only thing I remember is there was Mex. She's going to be in <laughs> Avatar, The Way of the Water, Avatar 3, Avatar 4, and Avatar 5. So apparently not. So I don't know how that works because I, I swore she died. I couldn't tell you. Um, But she was in Ghostbusters Afterlife as well, and she's in some other movies. So she's still acting. Tim Allen's still acting. Uh. Uh, Tony Shalhoub is still acting. I know that. Sam Rockwell. Fucking, why wouldn't you put Sam Rockwell in the Galaxy Quest show? He's a fantastic fucking actor. Uh, I don't know if Daryl Mitchell is. He played uh, Tommy, uh, who was the little kid in the show, in the fake show. Uh-huh. Um, And then, of course, Enrico Colant. Uh, Mathazar. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and pronounce that dude's real last name. Uh, yeah, he's still acting too. Okay, so so the majority yeah. of the ones that everybody remembers is still acting. Um, and of course, Justin Long, he he kind of needs a show. Yeah. So, so in short, basically, we still love Tim <laughs> Allen. <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, man. I, I love Tim Allen. Uh, I, there's so many actors out there too that like a lot of people dislike for stupid reasons and but tim allen's like one of the ones i'm just like i don't care seth rogan deserves what he gets yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) oh i want to say i say a personal story but i can't (laughs) careful what you share (laughs) oh man all right um but yeah so uh santa claus franchise Next episode, guys, for our Christmas episode. And and Tivis, I need you to buffer so I can find the quote because I totally forgot a quote. 
Uh, well, I hope everyone enjoyed this extra long episode. Again, uh, mainly this is because I'm on vacation, so it's easy for us. But yeah. also, we wanted to give enough tribute to everyone who is no longer with us and talk about these movies in a proper capacity and well, movie and special. Uh, so, it's, okay. uh, yeah, uh, you know, let us know. Uh, what you thought about anything we talked about today, anyone that, that we didn't mention that you think we should uh, give us a shout out on social media or, you know, whatever, join our Facebook group. I mean, yeah, definitely. Literally, yeah. if you don't like Facebook, just join for that. That's <laughs> mostly what I do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I really don't do much on Facebook anymore. I stopped uh, playing around with it. So, yeah. Um, I'm on there, though. He gave me access. I play around a bit. I just mean in and Facebook sometimes in I general. accidentally <laughs> gave my opinion as the, the show. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, with that said, guys, thank you very much for hanging out with us for this uh, amount of time today. And we hope that um, you you enjoyed uh, both Wakanda Forever and um, uh, the, the Guardian Galic special. Guardians Christmas special, holiday yes. special, holiday special, yes. Uh, and we hope that you tune in next episode to listen to our Santa Claus special. Uh, we will probably be, you know, you, you know, rubbing uh, Tim Allen's dick off all day long. So, uh, yeah, Divis is not listening clearly because he didn't give me that weird eye look like he does when I usually say something like that. <laughs> no, see, was, uh, Victoria just woke up, so we're deciding lunch. Okay. All right. Uh, well, with that said, guys, thank you very much. And Tivis, how did you enjoy today's show? I liked it. Awesome. Awesome, guys. And today my quote comes from Wakanda Forever and, and uh, b- b- sorry, Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever. And it's a very short and simple and easy one. And it's only two words. And, I mean, you can probably guess what it's going to be because I couldn't find any dang quotes I wanted to use. So with that said, guys, thank you very much. And my quote from Black Panther 2, from any character that said this, <laughs> Wakanda forever. Peace. You just finished another great episode of Operation Babel. You can catch every episode of Operation Babel on all your audio streaming services, including SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and more. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Operation Babel. And join the conversation today by searching for the Operation Babel group on Facebook. Links also in the description. Thanks and have a great day.